Welcome everybody to another F thirty five live. We're but we're are we live, TJ? Tom? I think we're can live. Stream? Can you we see us? Think... Yeah. <laughs> I think we're here. I just checked. You, we're, good. we're good. <laughs> awesome, man. Well, welcome everybody to another F thirty five live over here. Look at those fancy. Oh, you're getting fancy there. already. Just just oh, showing off. I'm so excited to press that button. Yeah. Been waiting for that. Yeah. I know. I've been waiting all night for this, man. <laughs> it was like a halo and they're waiting to take off Master Chief helmet and show it off. <laughs> well, well yeah man well uh we we got a pretty new setup tonight we're gonna try this out because the, the live streams have been breaking my computer so we're gonna see if this uh, tonight we can survive through um but before we do that we do have a very special guest uh that's gonna be joining us for the live stream he's actually backstage because that's a feature now for us um and before we do that um you may know him uh, by block is hot or jason uh to many other people inside the community uh, but we're going to be talking about the Block Investment Group and his Jelly Cubes project that he's launching. So before we bring him onto the show, we wanted to give everybody a quick little intro video into what the Block Investment Group is and what Jelly Cubes, uh, the first little preview uh, teaser video. So we're going to try this out and everybody uh, enjoy. Shout out to Mads, Brad and Crawford. What's up, guys? Yeah, thanks for joining Tom, we already broke the audio. Come on now. Well, if anybody, everybody's getting a chance to see Block right now talk, so. <laughs> no audio? That's fine. No. This is part of the live stream then. So instead of that, why don't we just bring them in uh, instead of that? So let's try this out instead because I, I got something better than that. We'll bring, bring on the real thing, guys. Um, everybody, well, if you couldn't hear that audio over there, that's fine because we got Jason, a.k.a. Block is hot onto the stream. Guys, let's welcome him in. What's Locked up, guys? In. What's up? Uh, <laughs> I hope you guys were paying close attention and listening carefully there, man. I said some pretty amazing stuff. For so. everybody lip reading on there, they got a great bit of yeah. alpha inside the process. That's <laughs> so weird why the audio wasn't working there. But yeah, man, welcome to the stream, guys. It's funny, man. This is where we test this stuff out, and um, you know, everybody's here. This is the live. We first one, first one on the stream we saw where it couldn't go perfect for us, right? It has. There has to be something never that we can talk about. Never. Um. Yeah, man. You always. On to the show. This is a good one to do to to do it with though, because I make content too. So it's like I understand your pain, bro. Right. <laughs> Trying out new tech. Well, even better. It's like, hey, the person that was talking in the video that you couldn't hear, don't worry about it. We got them live here with us tonight. Facts, so well, welcome facts. on, man. Uh, we appreciate it. It's, it's fun. First time onto the show for us. And uh, this is exciting. And we uh, we got a chance to actually talk back in the day over on CNFT Live um, a couple months ago. when we got with all the That was the first time, I there, think, so. right? Yeah. That, yeah, was, that was the first. first time. And it's been a while since we since then already. It's like been like two months or something. 
right? So it's it, awesome it, to actually be able to come on the show now and and have like a full combo with you guys. I know, and it's gonna know, be fun. Be there. We get to talk about all kinds of fun stuff tonight, and of course, we get to talk about what you've been working on, man. This is exciting yeah. stuff. Um, so yeah, the Block Investment Group and Jelly Cubes, your first project. So um, we got everybody kind of filtering into the chat right now. Um, we appreciate everybody coming in, um, Brad Crawford uh grind grimy dude we almost did it again i almost called him grimy we call it grimy over there <laughs> <laughs> shiny um and then of course garfield crypto war and we appreciate everybody showing up tonight uh we have a fun show planned uh the first hour over here at least we're going to be talking all about blocks project jelly cubes how we got into this learn a little bit about alpha about what he's got going on and then after that we're going to be hanging like like always and made another at least hour hour or two something like that uh, maybe freedom after dark we'll see um, but I yeah, Block, I wanted to kind of introduce frame, you. Though. What's that? I said Tommy always telling lies of the time frame. Yeah, it's at <laughs> least I want everybody to know what they're getting into when they jump onto this live stream, right? <laughs> so let's get um, a little bit of a uh, oh, forgot the audio too. We got a little audio. We'll see how that works out for everybody if you can hear in the background. But um, yeah, Block. So we we got a you got a project that you're launching, and then on top of that, you're also a CNFT content creator. I think that's how my, probably most people inside the space got a chance to know you. Um, you've been very known for, you know, making good plays as far as like swing trades go and just very analytical when it comes to, you know, just how you view CNFTs and just this NFT market in general. So I kind of wanted to ask you just so you're a little bit of background because I've, I've heard it in multiple videos, though, about how you got into what you're doing and then your mentality and how you kind of approach things inside this, uh, this crypto space. Yeah, for sure, man. Well, in case you guys haven't seen my channel yet, uh, I have a YouTube channel called Black is Hot, where I talk about CNFT content, very similar to the boys here. Um, but yeah, I uh, got into crypto pretty early, 2017, made a lot of mistakes. Uh, you started off with an Ethereum mining rig in my dorm room at college where we had free electricity. And then over time, I just started learning more and more about the space. Uh, you know, started learning about NFTs, started learning about DeFi and farming. And it was all like super interesting to me. And then kind of what happened, I was like, you know what, man, I'm tired of just like being an investor in the space. I kind of want to take this to the next level. And that's really where the YouTube channel idea came from was, hey, you know, there's a lot of people that are curious about crypto and NFTs, but they don't really know too much about it. And there's a lot of misinformation. How about I make a channel? And then fast forward now, I've actually been working on a project as well with my sister and a couple other guys in the background called the Block Investment Group. And our first NFT launch is actually called Jelly Cubes. So pretty exciting stuff. Yeah, it's amazing, man. I've always, uh, I remember when you came into the game over here, it was always, you know, I was watching it and we were always just so enamored in the like projects and just like, all right, this new one's coming out. We were always hyped and, you know, how can we get into this? What's the research behind it? Um, but I, I haven't really seen, I think that was a way you kind of made your name in this space was like, okay, guys, here's how you trade it. Here's what I'm noticing, like market trends and timing and things like that. And that was what kind of separated you, I think, and, and gave you your own lane inside this space. And obviously you've done pretty well with that. Um, and on top of that, I'm sure you've, you've, you know, you've taken advantage of this opportunity that this NFT market has given us um, and, and really, really been able to, you know, make some good money if you, if you guys were smart on how you play things. Um, was crypto something that you traded a lot prior to coming into the NFT game? Um, I know you had a channel uh, a little bit. Did you have a channel prior to the NFT, uh, you covering a lot of CNFT content? Yeah, so I had always, so I got into investing in stocks like pretty young just because my grandpa, I mean, there's a whole story I could talk about with my grandpa, but ever since I was a kid, I was always entrepreneurial. I had saved up like $2,000 by the time I was 11 years old, just That's doing amazing. like lemonade stands and uh, asking money for Christmas and stuff as a kid. 
And uh, my grandpa got me into, he's like, dude, you got to invest in stocks. So around 11, actually, I, I just played around a little bit. He gave me the deal of all deals. He's like, dude, any money you lose of this 2000, I'll, I'll cover. I just want you to learn about this stuff. And yeah. I, I just became fascinated with it. And in high school, actually, uh, was really when I got into flipping stuff and the whole trading thing, the whole psychology behind things and, and really just seeing something and knowing that it's more valuable than its price. And I actually started buying uh, broken iPhones on Craigslist, fixing them. I learned how to fix them and then I flipped them <laughs> on eBay and Hustling. different things like that. So when mm -hmm. I was, uh, when I graduated college, I, I had a little bit more time to, to really research more about crypto. And I was like, holy crap, man, if you really know about the tokenomics, if you really know about these different things, you can know whether something is undervalued or not. And with NFTs, it even took that to a whole other level. And that was what was so fascinating with, this, with the NFT market. For me, it was like, it was really hard trying to compete in stocks or crypto as a whole because you're competing against bots. You're competing against hedge right. funds. You're competing against teams of hundreds or thousands of people. And one of the things that was super interesting to me with NFTs, it was like, whoa, not all these bots and major companies are, are competing with you. And if you're familiar with the market, you can know when something is undervalued or you can know like in your situation with Yummy, like they were having some big staking stuff coming up. Like, of course, it's going to be positive news. So that's yeah. where I really started getting into like the whole, oh my gosh, like there's this whole entire market with this where, yes, I like to hold stuff for the long term that because I'm a big believer in this space. But there was also that whole market of like, whoa, I if I can pay attention to the news and what's happening, like there are some amazing opportunities every day to do different trades. Yeah, uh, for me, like that, that's such a crazy way to kind of look at it, because I think that's how most of us all kind of entered this space was like, OK, first NFTs, like we heard about the money that people were making over here. The first thing we were like, OK, well, how do we get into this? Because I want to make that kind of money. Um, and then obviously we kind of fell in love and, and with some of these different communities and those things that kind of took off from there. Um, but for me, uh, yeah, I, I think most of us, you know, inside this space, we're kind of in that same, same mindset. And it's, um, you know, it's just different when you approach it with that, um, the way of that you look at things, it's like, okay, well, I can take this opportunity and kind of put this and gain some, uh, some very valuable ADA, some very variable projects, and then kind of use that to propel me into a different, um, you know, different opportunities, I guess, is a cool way to kind of look at that, so. I gotta say, I was a little wild listening to you say all that. I mean, uh, To The Moon just said the block's on fire tonight. Honestly, doing that, I was doing a little editing here and listening to right. that block. It sounded like I was watching your show for a second there. Oh <laughs> like my I just God. Got, like, the audio on in the background. I was like, oh yeah, I just got like blocks on on the background. <laughs> yeah. Dude. Shout out to everybody inside of chat over here too, man. We, we really appreciate it. We got Eddie Z over here. Yeah. So block you guys. You guys, I think anyone can make an impact in the scene of the world. It's still early. Love your ambition and hope things oh, take absolutely. off for you, block. Props. Oh man. Thank you, Eddie. That's awesome. That's and that's so something awesome. I realized too. It's like, so I'm like a very analytical guy. I've always been like a logistical guy, but what's so interesting about this space too, and like what I've really grown to love is that whole community aspect, like taking a look at a project more than the numbers. And that's something that like, yeah. especially after meeting different people, having a community discord, doing all those things, it's like, you have people that you can say what's up to that are accountants, that are lawyers, that are marketing, that that are artists. And like, you're just talking to all these guys through this common, um, this common thing between you. 
hey, we're in mm -hmm. NFTs. We're in the same project. It's it's so cool, man. It's so much more in depth than what I thought it was when I first like started getting into NFTs. Oh, absolutely. it's a little more bigger too than just reading like charts like in normal crypto or even stocks it's you have to you know listen to the community and what's going on around it because you can't just follow the what open sea has as far as like what the history has shown because it doesn't really follow that necessarily it's just there for reference of what it was and what it is now yeah i remember a lot of our you know even people recently uh, with like aaron and those guys when we were getting into it they you know they were obviously followed the micro cap coins where you could kind of check the charts and see you know the technical analysis on some of this stuff and they were kind of approaching the nft like charts like that and we were like there's so much more that goes to it because you have yeah. the catalyst events do they have an airdrop coming do they have a new release coming is there staking like all these different news sources that you have to be involved whether it's twitter or discord or something um, along those lines to pay attention that can be the difference uh, when it comes to entry points and exit points inside of these projects so it's definitely a unique space that we're in um, but it's also that awesome that we have people like you block that are in here and um, really breaking that down for people and I kind of wanted to introduce that in here uh, for the first time over here because you have this new um, I guess jelly cubes is the first project that you guys are launching but it's under like you said an umbrella type company over here so wanted to bring that up while we go through and the block investment group let's see if this uh this appears for me oh there we go perfect okay so I kind of like this over on the side over here let's try that out nice. okay Cool. There. Okay. So the Block Investment Group, Block, can you kind of give us a little bit of a breakdown for this? Because this is always something that, um, for me, is interesting. Because I've had, I've also spoken with multiple people, uh, multiple like family members and stuff inside the space of like, you really should like, you know, break this down and uh, start start teaching people on the side on how to invest into some of this stuff. So you guys have actually have a, a group that you're building, and it's basically for alpha plays and not just inside of Cardano, right? Uh, can you give a little bit of a bit of background about how the block, uh, what the block investment group is, and how you guys got started? Yeah, man. So, oh man, that that's a, that's something to unwind. So, yeah. uh, essentially, <laughs> what essentially the block investment group is an overall umbrella company, and it's an overall movement. It's an idea. It's a concept of what we're really trying to do here. So, kind of a flashback while I was in college, I got super into flipping stuff. And one of the things that I found was really hard throughout my whole life of doing these different entrepreneurial things was that I didn't have a group. I didn't really have a team. I didn't really have other people to help me through that process. So everything that I was doing was by myself. I had to try to find opportunities myself. I had to try to learn how to do things by myself. I couldn't get the perspectives and opinions of other people. And one of the things that really changed my life throughout college was that I joined these special groups called cook groups. And uh, they called them cook groups because we were using bots to like flip a bunch of stuff, uh, you know, automating the process of things. And what they would do is they would have channels and they'd say, hey, you know, this is a really good release to go for. This is something that is going to be worth more money. Hey, I think that this is a good buy. I think this is my price prediction, the strategy. And they would give you all this different information and tools to really succeed and elevate your game. And it was like a monthly subscription that you had to pay. You know, sometimes they were really expensive, like hundreds of dollars a month. And sometimes you couldn't even get into the group if you wanted to get into the group. They were super exclusive. So when I started getting into crypto and NFTs, I was like, holy crap, man, there's no one really doing this uh, at the level that was happening in the cook groups. You'll right. see these different uh, projects that are like, oh, we have alpha, but they have one random dude on one channel covering one thing. And, you know, oftentimes it, it's very basic, very basic. So I was like, you know what, man, what if we created this whole entire block investment group? 
we were able to find a bunch of like-minded people that are striving to be the best version of themselves, trying to achieve these unachievable things, like really having like big goals and aspirations. What if we got all of those like-minded people in one place and then basically all shared information with each other as well as take some aspects of that cook group and basically provide that information so people could get, get to the next level. And we could all right. be there to help each other grow, to encourage each other, to do those different things. And instead of charging a monthly subscription, why don't we make an NFT using my sister who's an artist and that NFT can be your key into that group. And I was like, that is such a better system rather than yeah. someone having to pay each month. Because what was crazy with the cook groups, let's say I spent $300 a month. Well, the moment that I cancel that subscription, I don't have that group anymore. But the awesome thing about an NFT is as the group gets better, so does your membership, right? Mm -hmm. And if your NFT is the membership, that's where the real value comes in. So that was kind of like the whole, okay, let's do a block investment group thing. That'll be the main idea. We don't want to do all of our memberships at once because we want to keep it limited. We want to keep it exclusive. And we don't want to tie ourselves down to just one art style. So instead of marketing as jelly cubes, where we just make four different versions of jelly cubes every drop, Instead, it's like, hey, we can do anything, most likely with this jelly concept, and we'll just have it under under an umbrella company. Yeah, see, that's, that's, that's such a good idea. We were, I mean, we were talking a little bit last night about it, and I was just blown away. I was like, man, that really is such a good because you're not only like you just said, it's not a monthly subscription anymore. It's just a one flat fee for the NFT. So right. that just right there is a uh, very enticing for even myself, honestly. Yeah, well, like you said, we, we've always toyed around and I know a lot of people inside of space are trying to find new ways to innovate and do things. And, you know, the Patreon is, is one way to go about that, doing things. And it's sometimes it's a lot easier to, to do that kind of a route. Um, and, and obviously what you've done is you kind of flip that a little bit. And I, I like I do agree with you. Like you said, the NFT stays with you and you don't have to, you know, once you buy it, that's your like you're buying. And if you were kind of grandfathered in, like you said, if you got in early and you guys continue to grow even larger, and, and this information becomes even more valuable or you add new features to it, whatever it is, um, you know, that's the kind of cool thing. It grows, the value grows over time um, with this stuff and you're not tied to a static like a uh, subscription, like you're saying, basically. Well, the utility um, so for that, that. is amazing. Yeah, 100% sure. man. And I, on the website there, I have like a little more information about that aspect. Um, but it, it, it's crazy because it's like, we're not just trying to cover one thing either, like CNFTs. Like already it's one of the big problems that people have in the space is the is the time aspect. It's impossible to be really specialized about a lot of things and really keep up to date with everything. So as you were saying earlier, right. like, hey, these catalyst news are really important. If you knew staking was happening with Yumi or Yummy, um, that is something that's going to increase the price. Well, if you're working 40 hours a week, it's really hard to keep up to date on all these different discords. So the For whole sure. thing was is like, what if you just had a team of experts specialized in different areas that can do that screening for you. So now instead of you needing to look at 30, 50, 60 projects on five different chains, now all of a sudden at least you have a, a screened version of, okay, now I can look at five projects that they said have a lot of potential, you know, and it, it will save you a bunch of time. It basically have a hub for it. For sure. So this this uh, this investment group that you guys have, you guys have a do do have a Discord that's open right now, and this is where everybody can kind of get their jump start into uh, before the project hasn't launched yet, right? Obviously, Jelly Cubes is the first one, and we'll get into that here in a second. So you, you guys, now I want to say shout out because I got again, we want to interact with these all the chat coming in. I just have to, to shout this out because I keep seeing this inside of here, and I have seen it <laughs> over there. It's just you got Taco Gang just flooding the chat right now over here. Uh, everybody Quite a over few, here, yeah. Yeah, I 
Uh, you gotta, you gotta give us a little us. bit of background because that's the that's the role right inside the discord the whitelist um, role yeah that's awesome yeah so everybody shout out to everybody over here in the taco gang if you guys are over here and then um lazy brock over here as well as uh you know yeah, very love the name easy to love find the name. points <laughs> yeah lazy you gotta make it fun too, man shout out to you <laughs> everybody over here is in the taco gang so shout out um in the chat guys if you guys are all part of the taco gang over there in the block is uh block investment group make sure you guys go join the discord tj i don't know if you have uh maybe can, you can interact with chat on this thing too maybe post that open to the chat uh, if anybody does oh, want to yeah. join and block well, i, I wanted question, to kind of this discord is yeah. for is going to be for the jelly cubes too correct it's not just for it's like for your... everything okay, yeah i'm trying to make sure i got it right so this is basically your entry. The Discord's like the umbrella company, right? Whether you guys have jelly cubes and a bunch of other stuff down the future line, whatever it is, all that information will be contained inside that one Discord server, right? Yeah, and we wanted to do that too, because it was like one aspect is the movement that we're trying to build in the community. We're trying to have like, we're trying to encourage everyone to be the best version of themselves. And like in that little intro video, it was showing like the three commas on my hoodie. Like that's something I live by. Like mm. it, it's like essentially there's three commas in a billion dollars. And it's like having that billion dollar mindset of like, hey, it's not even about getting to a billion or making a billion, but it's about like really striving to be the best version of yourself. So the whole block community discord part is like, okay, anyone can go in there and kind of share that vision. And then the actual jelly cubes information and all of our projects, all that information is going to be in there. And then the actual alpha group is going to be uh, private channels that you access through your role as a jelly cube holder. So okay. that was kind of the thought process with that. That's awesome. Well, I wanted to kind of touch base over here into the actual website because I really do enjoy the website. It's very clean. And then um, we kind of wanted to talk about these jelly cues because this is the first project that's launching inside of the block investment group or body block investment group. Um, and these things, uh, you know, obviously are, you know, are cute, fun, um, you know, you know, the art looks it, it is enjoyable. It's very colorful. It's cool traits and things like that. But there's a lot more to it than just, uh, you know, just artwork itself and i think you said that you you were your sister has done some of this stuff um or is she the artist for you over here she's the artist yeah she helped with the that's website awesome. and the and the nft so it was cool working with her for sure that's, that's amazing awesome. that's so, a lot of fun i can imagine that was a good time yeah right yeah like, man we imagine? would just like facetime each other and be like oh you know what's a layer we should do you know like <laughs> what how oh like oh let's do diamond cubes call them ice cubes and like it was just fun <laughs> like we got a lot closer because she lives in uh texas so and i live in north carolina so it's quite a quite a distance so it was nice to be able to like have something to always talk about well yeah and i, I can't imagine that like you said that you guys can bond even if she didn't understand the nft thing maybe at first like getting able to be part of that project and then design it and then kind of get to see it evolve and grow uh, I can imagine how cool that is for you guys. Um, and shout out to Eddie over here. He's kind of asking, because this is something uh, that I wanted to touch on as well, is he said, I can't wait to see collabs with this. Imagine a jelly version of your favorite NFT project. I'd want Jelly Naru uh, oh, through a yeah. Jelly Yummy collab. Jelly Naru. Amazing, <laughs> I don't like these long messages, Tommy. They cover me up on the bottom. This is bullshit. <laughs> oh, no. <We> got <laughs> I'll trade with you. I'll trade with you. All right. So, uh, block over here with these, with these, uh, these jelly cubes, can you give us a little bit of information, um, on what these are, um, and then kind of explain this first drop over here, how many are in this collection and, uh, what info can you tell us as of right now? Yeah. So right now the plan is to have 2,500 of these jelly cubes, never make any more of them. Maybe we do like some special Christmas collab or ha Halloween collab, uh, but there's going to be 2,500 of them. 
And then there's going to be a hundred OG friends and family version on a different policy ID that are going to have additional benefits. Uh, but essentially, jelly cubes are these little jelly, colorful, translucent monsters that were actually inspired from the gelatinous cubes from D&D, Dungeons and Dragons, which is actually a game oh, yeah. that my sister loves to play. So it's something that she was passionate about making. But essentially these jelly cubes are going to be, and every single layer actually has a whole story behind it, but these jelly cubes are going to be your entrance into the whole entire block investment group. Um, now, okay. were you curious about like the utilities or what exactly well, yeah, did you want yeah, to Yeah, I kind of, yeah, this is where, so obviously we see a point system here. So the 2,500 of these things are, are gonna be released. I could see here that you guys have different rarities um, of these jellies and how many different traits and things do you guys have built into uh, into this project? So I think like it, it, we have like a little over 150, uh, 150 different okay. traits, which we, we knew we were launching like a smaller project. So it's right. actually, even though it might not be like 300 traits, a lot of projects are launching like 8,000, 5,000, yeah. 6,000. Um, but, oh, go for it. No, no, I was gonna say, yeah, no, no, that's good. I was, I, was, I was curious too, obviously with, with all those different traits and only to, why 20 is a solid number of where you felt you could be at or a particular reason for that that number i know some people just pick a number just pick a number was there any owner i'm sure with you there had to been a thought process to, uh, to that yeah so the thought the thought process with this is okay i was in those cook groups what happens in those cook groups they provide information well what happens if everyone in the group is trying to flip something right. and no one is really like trying to buy it right so the problem is is like if a group got too big and it got and it wasn't exclusive anymore then all of a sudden that information was oversaturated that information holds a value okay we know this release is going to do good but all of a sudden if we have 10,000 people in the discord buying it to flip it it's not going to be profitable anymore so the key thing with these different um groups is to make it exclusive to make it limited now mm -hmm. 2500 jelly cubes I, I figured that there was probably going to be, because I can talk about the point system a little later, I figured that the average person is probably going to want to hold three, which put would put the total membership of the group around 800. Right. Now, the big thing with our project is the actual access to the group is what's going to be super, super valuable. And whenever you first launch a project, you have no reputation, you have no history. They have no idea whether or not that project is gonna do well, and they have no idea about how valuable the actual utility is. So the goal was to launch 2,500, and also it would help because I already had like 5,000 subs, uh, and I knew that there would at least be some people interested, but the goal was to launch 2,500, probably with the point system, drop that down to around 800, then make Jelly Cube super, super valuable. So now when we launch our second project, now we can actually charge a little bit more because people will be able to see the value from the first project. So if Jelly okay. Cubes come out there, let's just say 100 ADA, now all of a sudden six months later, they're 1500 ADA. Now all of a sudden, instead of charging 100 ADA for the second membership drop, maybe now we can charge 300 ADA or whatever the case is because they can see how valuable it is. So we're actually going to, and then the more money we have in the group, the more money we can invest and the more money we can distribute. So the whole thing was, is like, we wanna make sure that we're really maximizing the amount of money we're making from the memberships. And if we dropped everything off rip, then it wouldn't really like, I don't know, you wouldn't really maximize it. And the, the goal right now, and this is obviously going to change and there's gonna be voting from people that are currently holding, but the goal is to do four different drops, 2,600 NFTs each, and potentially okay. Jelly Cubes, for example, would be a one-for-one -one whitelist for the next mint. 
So gotcha. then that way, when we do add more memberships, at least they were able to get that additional one and maybe make some money off of it because their membership would be slightly devalued from adding those additional memberships. And then, you know, in the future, you know, the third drop, maybe we do 2,600 again, but now it's like a one out of two chance of whether you're going to be fast enough, whatever the case is. Well, Dang, you said a okay. number earlier that we kind of live by too, personally, like you said, most people you think would mint probably three, right? I know for our mindset, we usually always say, you know, mint three so you can at least, you know, hold at least one and maybe flip the one or two, depending on the rarity of it. Is that the same mindset you were going with the holding three of them? Say that again. Sorry, I got a little distracted. So like we have this little personal thing where we always say try to mint at least three or whatever project we're going in on one you hold and the one to two you either flip depending on the rarity, of course. Is that like the mindset you thought of when you said most people mint three of them? So, so here's the thing. So, and also some of these numbers can completely change because of the market we're finding ourselves in. So yeah. this is kind of a crazy time to release a project. I know that. So I even made an announcement today, like, Hey guys, you know, some of these numbers might change if we're trying to launch in a month from now or something like that. And the market's not super good. Maybe we even drop the amount of supply or change up the price or whatever the case is. But the actual goal on the tokenomics side, the economics of NFTs is that we want everyone to only be able to get one here. So there's going to be 2,500 NFTs. We hope that everyone can get one NFT and that is going to be your membership. That is going to be your access. The thing is, is when people are able to mint multiple, it's exactly like you said, they sell their extras. Hey, right. I minted five jelly cubes. I'm going to sell four, keep one. I have access to the group. So that's kind of the problem if people are able to mint too many. So the goal too is I want everyone that really wants to build the project and envision the project to be able to get into the project rather than, you know, someone getting 10, 20, 30 and, right, and right. not and people not having access. So exactly. the goal is for everyone to get one. Now, how do we take this to the next level? Well, we say, hey, we're going to have these profit distributions, but you have to have a certain point requirement and you get a different amount of points based on how rare your jelly cube is. So now we've added an additional value to what actual layer you have so that if you had a jelly cube super rare, it's actually worth more than just a floor jelly cube, which a lot of projects you don't really see that there's right. actually a benefit with the different rarity structures. But the goal is, is there's obviously going to be flippers. But anyone that wants to basically take part of these profit distributions are going to have at least 10 points, which means that they're going to have to buy some more off of the secondary. And that's also going to encourage fewer members in the overall discord, let's say down to 800 or something like that, which in turn is going to actually increase the value of the individual membership. So it's all like yeah. mathematically figured out. To yeah, be you got this thing figured out. That, exactly. Right? Well, you really thought so that out. <laughs> I had over here, we got a couple of comments coming through as we go through. I don't want to um, chat over here. You got Eddie over here. He goes, dang, I'm going to need to get more walls to trick your system. Why you got to be like that? <laughs> um, Dude, I'm, got, they, I'm trained them well sneaky. too, man. I know these Dude. guys are probably going to try to get multiple. Oh, absolutely. And an NFT toe dipper over here he goes block shill and harlot. He goes, when whitelist? Um, that's an interesting question. Do you have uh, any, I know you've been doing some whitelist stuff that I've seen over there. Do you guys have any rhyme or reason? Or are you guys doing stuff inside the discord? We're doing whitelist. Yeah. So the tacos, the whitelist, I think currently like 600 ish people are whitelist. Okay. We don't know where we're going to cap this out. We might do like a thousand or, you know, 
depending on how much demand there is, maybe do more than that. Uh, one thing that I would I wanted to bring up too, like I was saying earlier, with the current market situation, who knows where we're going to be at by the time we want to mint this thing. So I, I don't want to, and I said this today, I don't want to launch this project unless we're confident that the secondary is going to do well, as right. well as I'm confident on our ability to deliver. Because one of the negatives with having an alpha group is like, okay, we provide alpha about crypto and NFTs, but if the NFT market's doing really horrible, then it's like, okay, like that actually devalues that information a little bit because there aren't a ton of flips going on, right? So it's mm -hmm. one of those things where like, even though there's a ton of different utilities we're providing, we really wanna make sure that we're launching at a good place. So if we do end up dropping the supply to like 1500, then we gotta right. make sure that we don't have more tacos than 1500. I Absolutely. don't think we're gonna do a, a supply more than uh, less than 1500 though. So that's okay. probably where we'll cap it out. But we've been giving them to people that, um, you know, really want to build it. I, I'm a yeah. flipper and I swing trade and I also hold like with this project, like I really want people that want to build out this vision and want to be a part of the group because I want them to basically get enough information and enough utility from being in the project and holding the project right. that they're making far more money than the actual NFT is worth. That's well, that's what I was going to say to you right there. Sorry, TJ, I didn't want to cut you off. You, I was going to say that right there was the whole thing, right? Was to, that you could flip this, sure, and probably make a good little profit and you can move on and, and continue your thing. But like you said, the whole point of this is I'm trying to get you guys inside this alpha group to go ahead and continue to with our mindset here and the experts that have been inside these different spaces to help you guys grow um, way more beyond this this, this project. Um, so that, that's awesome right there. And sorry, TJ, go ahead. No, you're good. Silver lining there, though. Yes, the NFT market is down, but people join your group. They can maybe find a project that you guys or your experts have found that actually could make them a little bit of money or profit with being in that group. So that could be, like I said, it could go either way with the, with the mindset on that one, I feel like. Right. No, that's true too, man. And uh, and honestly, the most opportunities are always in a down market, right? Right. So it's like it, the uh, the game plan just changes. You adapt. Like at sometimes in the market, it's like flip a bunch of stuff. I mean, mint a bunch of stuff because things are really, really profitable to mint. And then in other times of the market, it might not be worth minting stuff. Maybe it's the time where you dollar cost average into some of these smaller cryptos mm -hmm. or some of these smaller opportunities that once we are in a bullish market, we think are going to do well. So, right. it, you know, it's just all about like expectations, though. And that's a video that I'm going to have to make before we drop. If we're in a really bear market, I mean, the expectation has to be, hey, we might not be distributing a lot of money per month. We might yeah. not be getting a bunch of these flips where we're making a ton of money. But instead, we're investing in things that in the long term are going to do really well. And that's another right. reason like this project is designed for people that want to hold it because a lot of these things are going to get better over time and advance over time. And some of it takes time to actually realize. Yeah, now, I don't know if you could if, if you disclose us anything at this yet at all, but is there going to be any like um, experts in uh, microcap coins and, and Solana and Ethereum NFTs, or is it just CNFTs and Solana, or is it what what's the uh, basis of the alpha in, in the group? So I've already got seven or eight guys that I already trust enough to have in the group uh, because that's going to be something that once again takes time to like really vet different people and see it. Hey, does, does this guy knows his stuff or is he just capping, right? right? Um, <laughs> but the goal is, is to really cover 
Ethereum NFTs, Solana NFTs, Cardano NFTs. There's even NFTs on XRP that might have potential in different areas. We want to also get people that specialize in those micro caps. And I'll tell you what, there is a ton of opportunity in the DeFi sector of Cardano as a lot of these different decentralized applications start to come out, especially since the uh, hard fork this month is doing updates to the Plutus smart contract. So now we're going to finally see a lot of these different projects come out. And that once again is going to be a massive opportunity if we can get people that are specialized and keeping up to date with that stuff. So that's going to be the hard part. But, you know, that's that's once again where imagine a year from now, we've had a whole year to vet different people out and find the people that are meant to be in the group. I'd love that. I like, like that. Oh, I can imagine, dude. That's I think you're going to grow too, right? After as more and more people get into this project and they get interact with the Discord, they get in with your uh, thing. I can only imagine that you know the people that can draw and if this thing really does turn out to be something that is very valuable for information to people. I mean, the, the you know, you never know who's going to end up showing up inside of there that can really help some people out. Um, so I really do enjoy that over there. And I, just to get back to chat over here, I just want to appreciate everybody who's, who's hanging out with us tonight. We have 32 people in the chat. Uh, River Rock Homestead, first live stream, just subscribe, Ugly, uh, Ugly Bros pull. Uh, fam pulled up to support. Appreciate you over there. Um, NFT Toe Dipper, um, he's talking about the NFA financial advice. We need to get those guys at, at Block. This is a good group for you guys to, to, to reach out to or, or talk to you all. Tau Crypto and Chronic and all those guys, if you haven't already. Um, shout out to I want, the, the I want to showcase yeah. this comment too. It says, uh, I think I like block because you use a simple leg to explain complex comps. And I, and I agree with that 100%. You do 100%. You use wording and language that anyone can understand. I try well, to, man. Simple. <laughs> yeah, <you laughs> it's like, hard to explain, dude, because it is like to really like deep dive into some of this stuff. I mean, like how I was talking about this whole point system, why all these things, the background, like there is so much that goes into this, man. And also if you're watching from the discord, uh, make sure to give these guys a sub too. They make some really awesome content. So if you're watching from my channel, make sure to give them a like and sub as well. We appreciate that. We appreciate that, man. Well, yeah, it's 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 been dope because I know that's one thing I, I you know I loved about what you guys got going. You're you're always educating others, and um, we we've seen that even even inside of your uh, your videos, right? You got like all the different content creators and everybody, and I know that I believe that was your idea. Who had hey like hey guys, I'm gonna start listing all you guys inside of my descriptions of the video, so if people want to go check out other content outside of mine. Um, so that was always something about you that I appreciated. Um, I think that's something that TJ, I don't know if we've done, we haven't done that yet, but um, I know it's something we've talked about like five or like weeks. And I think we're going to, we'll, we'll link that this week and get everybody yeah. in there. Cause we really <laughs> appreciate everybody the same way. Um, but we, I really did uh, like that about you, uh, Block and how nice you were um, just, just trying to grow and educate others. I mean, dude, so, we're so early and like my big fear is people listen to me and they do what I say. Like, dude, I'm one perspective. <laughs> Like my perspective's wrong sometimes, you know? And like, I don't want to turn into some pump guy where it's like people yeah. just follow the plays. Like everyone has a unique perspective. And I, what was funny when I was talking to Cardano Thor, like he's really big into art. And like, right. I, like I can see good art, but not like he does. So it's like, if you really want to see projects in the long term that you think a lot of art collectors will come in and buy, like listen to him. And same thing with you guys. You guys have three opinions though, three perspectives, which is even crazier. 
I'm it a little is. more simple. I'm the profile picture guy over here, so I'm uh, I keep it simple. DJ's still living in <laughs> <Nice>. 2021. <laughs> yeah, exactly. he, he's at the full full run of the bull market. It just started for TJ. He's all, all up on those projects, but sometimes it's paid off well when you look at projects like Mallet Order and things like that to have that nice clean artwork. That, oh yeah, uh, I've tried have new marketing techniques that are working well. And um, same thing for you guys, man. It's just unclean uh, color for art. And um, you know it works for what you guys are doing. Um, well, can you give us a little bit of background on some of these things? So these jellies, they have different things inside of them. Um, what like, do they like consume them? Like, what does that have any relevance to customize that, or like, or is that just random traits that get associated? Like, what was the concept between like different things inside the actual jelly cubes themselves? Oh man, so this is so this is interesting. If you actually scroll up here uh, at the top of the website, you're gonna see. Um, that there's a lore page as well as a rarities page, but I guess hit the lore one mm -hmm. real quick. So essentially, okay. so essentially all of these jelly cubes actually have a whole background and they all belong to a block or a family. And you can tell which family okay. they're in by their skin. So it's super identifiable. And these different skins or these different blocks right. have different rarities uh, as well as like a background. And then if you scroll up again, you're actually gonna be able to see the, the rarities page. Now, what was interesting when we were making these items is that gelatinous cubes uh, basically are in these different dungeons in D&D &D, and they fight these different, uh, basically adventurers, questers, and then they kill them uh, by dissolving them. And then they have weapons and skulls and different things like that. So the, the first concept of what we were trying to do, we were like, okay, there's these cute jelly cubes. They go on adventures and they collect these different items that are known for D&D. &D. But then kind of what happened was I was like, wait a minute, what if we took this to the next step? What if instead of just sticking to DMD, we had items that investors or people that buy these jelly cubes can actually relate to? And then in the metadata, it'll actually describe what that jelly cube or who that jelly cube is rather than basic metadata. So what's cool is when mm. you get your jelly cube right off the rip, you're gonna be able to see which family it's in. It's super distinguishable. So if they have mm -hmm. like the Cubambe, for example, which is like our ape skin, like right off the yeah, rip, yeah. you're gonna be able to read the background. Uh, and then when you scroll down, you're gonna be able to see uh, some of the personalities. So when it comes to the face, instead of sunglasses, in the metadata, no, your jelly cube's a chill jelly cube. Your jelly cube is a cool jelly cube. Your jelly right. cube is a sneaky jelly cube. Um, and then when you go down, you can actually even see more information about it. So the main items is just a, an item that it collected. And these could be like a shield. So maybe you're someone that's really into Marvel heroes or movies. Maybe you can relate if your jelly cube has a shield. Then we have some D&D type stuff where it's like we still have that little theme of like baby dragon and, and, and different chests. We have like the gourd mm -hmm. uh, from Naruto, which is like an anime I like watching. Maybe your jelly cube collected a disco ball because he likes to party. Right? So, and then even further down. I thought it, I saw a Pokemon it, one of them. Yeah. So the secondary item is another item that they just like to collect. Uh, so maybe yep. they like blocky cubes, you know, like just different additional items. Maybe a foot or sword was like a D&D &D theme. Maybe they have tequila. And then what's cool is a little bit lower, you can actually see some more information. So the right top tells you their profession. Hey, they have, you know, uh, uh, a military hat. They're part of the army. If they have a plunger, they are a plumber, that sort of thing. So it's kind of cool. And then even the hobbies that are below this, the left top, this will show like their hobbies. 
So, hey, you might okay. be a doge lover. If you have bananas, you're a jokester. If you have cup ramen, you're just broke. You know, you don't have hobbies, <laughs> you're just broke. So it, it was cool. Like we made it, we basically like incorporated like a whole personality. So when you get your jelly cube, it's like, oh, so my jelly cube is a foodie that is a chill foodie from the Cubambe block, you know, that sort of thing. And this is what they like to collect, the things inside gotcha. the jelly cube. Okay. Well, that was so one got, of yeah, yeah. in like the uh, original picture, the original art concept art you guys were doing and that was one of my favorite things you guys finally ended up developing into for the final result here is the is the transparency to some of them but they do collect things i think that adds such a cool layer to it where it's not just like the outside you know surface of the cube like your original kind of art was um that adds such a new layer to it that i really love yeah That's man it's, it was cool and we even added six legendary backgrounds down there that kind of just represent some things so like the money tree behind it represents growth uh the jelly cube in the dungeon it kind of represents like grinding uh the one in space kind of represents like dreaming big the wanted poster is all about seeking like seeking because like the whole thing is the whole feels like oh we're non-conformist so we're like not conforming with the same crap that society tells everyone to do. Uh, the one where he actually got arrested is kind of like, okay, you're paving away even if it didn't work out. Uh, and then right. the one with the bunch of jelly cubes in the background represents like family and just like love and helping other, like having people behind you and helping each other out. So um, it's definitely like a, when, when we were first like coming up with the concept, I knew we wanted to do something unique, but it was scary because it was like, oh my God, you know, people are used to like animal PFPs. So to do mm -hmm. something different is, uh, you know, you don't know how people are going to receive it. But I was like, you know what? Like, this is a pretty cool concept. It hasn't been done before. It can be completely unique to Cardano. We can have this whole translucent aspect. We can make them fun, colorful. And then on top of that, there's that whole like collective lore feel to them. So. Oh, no, absolutely. I realized the amount of depth you guys really had into these things. I thought there was a few few different things in there but it's dope to see the the amount of thought you guys put into this even onto like the eighth thing right there uh that skin the galaxy all that stuff but i do have to go because i definitely obviously being drawn to it the whole time what is the, the dragon is that a legendary type it is of it is or, the legendary uh, so what, it, what is it's the legendary okay. one so essentially i was talking to my sister i was like we need to have one that just like stands out that's sick and I was like, we were like trying to figure out like almost like a God cube one. And then we were like, wait a minute, why don't yeah. we do like a dragon? And it's, a, it's, a, it's attracted to the gold of the jelly cube. That's and I was PFP like, yeah, right now, right? What'd you say? That's your PFP right now, isn't it? I yeah, it is. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> see, these dragons automatically give you seven points and they're probably only gonna have like uh, a 1% drop rate. So off rip, you're getting seven points if you get one. And if you get one with like a crown and it's a King Jargarian, I mean, that is going to be like super, super rare. Um, Targaryen, so. I like that. <laughs> yeah, it's not from Targaryens, from Blood. Uh, I know. Game of Thrones. <laughs> I, I was right there. You got some big Game of Thrones uh, reference in there. Uh, that's awesome, dude. So, so the, how many are there? Different color dragons, or is this only the only the red, the only main one? If you end up getting one. So we and we were actually experimenting with different colors because I was like, oh, what if they were all different colors? But the red one, mm. the red really pops with the with the gold a lot, man. I, I mean, the okay. orange and black looked pretty good, but the red really stood out. And I was like, yeah, yeah. let's just let's just keep let's it. Run that. That's awesome. Well, that's dope, man. So there's different all these different rarities over there, and the different rarities. Um, we kind of touched back on. What's the point?
point system that you have, um, depending on what, what tier you have of rarity, it gives you different point um, for those raffles. And what exactly do the raffles, again, um, get, get you into if you end up getting into that, uh, that 10 point minimum? Yeah, so essentially what's gonna happen, and, and obviously the market always changes, right? But essentially what we're gonna try to do is I'm personally gonna be using a lot of this money we get, and it's gonna be a public wallet. Uh, where we're okay. trying to make as much money as possible. So we're gonna have different specialists. We're gonna have this thing called block chefs where let's say cornucopias, I have too many javelins to mint on each of them, but it's a whitelist drop. We're actually gonna team up with different people in our community, give them that javelin as well as the ADA to go for the mint and do a split profit okay. type system where, oh, hey, you get 30% okay. oh, wow. whenever we sell it. So essentially though, okay. we're gonna try to, with the team, we're gonna have an elected block board of like 12 uh, that are gonna be people that really know their stuff too. And we're gonna be trying to grow that money as much as possible. The more money you have, the easier it is to make money, especially if you're doing something safe like stablecoin farming, getting 8%. You know, all of a sudden, yeah. if you have a million dollars in there, 8% is, you know, 80 grand a year. So the whole goal is we're gonna determine how much money each month we wanna basically do these different giveaways for. Um, okay. And it's and it's really going to depend. I mean, some months we might make money, some months we might lose money, some months we might make a ton of money, right? Right. But we're going to determine how much we should keep in to keep reinvesting to get it bigger and how much we're going to distribute. And then at that point, it's like, okay, guys, we're doing $5,000. Uh, do you want 100 people to win 50? You know, do you want five people to win a thousand? And then based on the amount of points they have, every point above 10 is an entry. So if okay. you have 12 points, it's 12 entries, 12 chances to win. Uh, you know, so if you have four epics, it's 12 points. Let's say all of a sudden you wanted to pick up another classic jelly cube. Now you're going to have 13 entries whenever we distribute profit. Okay, that's, sick. that's unique right there. I like that. I like the, the I fact like that you're lot. giving the holders to, um, you know, the opportunity and the chance to make those decisions with you guys. So I think that's big for the community what you guys are building. So that's amazing. And then um, I know we didn't touch on it over here, but with the block now, right? We do have a stake pool. We started the stake pool pretty much this month. Um, we have like 600 delegators already, which is pretty dope. Oh, that's awesome. So we're still oh, working on getting to that like 1.2 million dude. ADA. Yeah, you guys are, are you gonna be able to stake the jelly cubes or no? Yes, yes. So we're actually, I've already, so mutant. Ah, okay. So mutant, so the original plan with the stake pool, and we might still do this by the way, is we were gonna do a token claiming system if you were staking and had your jelly cubes in it. And essentially it would be like Hosky, where mm -hmm. you send in three ADA, we send you um, 1.3 back as well as the tokens. And what we were gonna do is we were gonna okay. take that additional money uh, and put that towards the group, as well as like, this is a safe way to stake. Now Mutant actually is doing their whole staking for all projects. And it's a beautiful, beautiful dashboard. It's gonna work really smooth. And I think the user interface would be better than us doing our own stake pool like that. So that's probably right. what we'll do is we'll probably go with Mutant just because they have it down. The only thing is, is that they're on a smart contract system which could be hacked, right? Mm -hmm. And I and they're very focused on security, but I'll tell you what, when you have 30 projects staking thousands of NFTs each, you'd be crazy to think that people aren't gonna try to figure out how to access that. Uh, oh, yeah. So it might even be something that we offer. Hey, do you want the easier user interface on Mutant or you can do the token claiming through the stake pool? So right. 
Yeah. <laughs> I I, th- I I agree with that. I think, like you said, in this day and age too, um, you know, security is everything. So if there's a way to do that with people feeling more comfortable, um, you know, I think everybody would let, rather opt for that. And then there, there's others out there that say, you know what, I don't care. Just stake it. I trust you guys and we'll be good to go. So that's interesting. So you guys are, is that going to be something that you guys make a final call on? Or is that something that you guys are still kind of researching? Be like, ah, you know what, I'm going to, we're, we're going to see how, yeah. see how that goes. I mean, it's tough because the actual coding is pretty, is pretty complex mm-hmm. to do a, a, basically a token dispensing system. Cause we could go through drip drops, but why would we go through drip drops when we could either go through staking or make the ADA ourselves through the transactions. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think like it it really depends because the thing is with like mutant is we can say, hey, if you have a more rare jelly cube, you're going to get more tokens. And that would be something that would just be a lot of lines of code uh, if you were trying to do it through the stake pool. So it's we'll see what happens. You know, I have a developer that knows how to do it, but, you know, that's going to be super expensive, too. So it's like yeah. with at least with mutant, all you have to do is buy nine mutants. That's not bad. There you go. Well, I love I mean, it too. So, you, so I think big... I know you're gonna get a good team around you, which which is gonna be great to see. Because I, I like you said, like we said earlier, you're very analytical. You think things through. You don't just do things. You really think about it and and what the outcome will be. So I'm I'm very excited for the for the project. You know, I'm excited for group. Block to make their first block over here. Dude, <laughs> might be coming up I just, soon. I'll, that's amazing, dude. Yeah. So uh, we we really appreciate it. Um, you, you trying to jumping in and start to get some of this information to us, man. It's uh, I know I had watched some of the interviews with here. Here's the passion behind it. I know you guys are gonna take care of the community. Am I? Yeah. My TJ, can you hear me? I'm okay. Good. Well, I'm gonna. Un- we're gonna get off that. Tom is okay. rugging hard right now. <laughs> <laughs> How about now? I appreciate you guys talk. You good. sound good now. I appreciate you guys like talking okay. about it too. Cause like what's cool about the interviews is like different questions each time. And I feel like even people listening multiple times to these lives, like can hear like different. Cause like I haven't gotten into depth as much about certain things that we just covered today. Like the whole reasoning behind a lot of it. Like it's definitely been more deeper. That's good. We like to deep There's dive a lot that goes into it too. It's pretty crazy how like complex it is. It's clearly not just like, hey, I got a following now. So nah, man, I have really yeah. bad insomnia. It's, it's so like I, I spend a lot of nights just thinking about it. Like I can I can say I've thought about this project every day for like seven, eight months. And yeah. like, I, I'm sure you guys know, you see projects all the time and you're like, okay, this is good. Okay, this isn't good. Okay, like this is how I would do things. And, and then you just like start like coming up with like the intricacies. Okay, like how do I make this work on like the the economic side? How do I, you know, like it's cool, man. Yeah. Well, I think even for this though, this is like probably one of the first movers of actually an investment group that's using the NFT as the quote unquote subscription versus the normal subscription month to month base. I know I said that earlier, but I think that's just a, a fascinating and a fantastic idea that you're doing it. So I, like I said, I think, Probably, I think one of the first ones that I've seen that are actually doing that as an investment group using the NFT as the, as the subscription or membership. Yeah, I think there's like one or other two projects that I've seen doing, but they're, but it's very like limited alpha. Mm-hmm. You know, it's one of those things where it's like, hey, you know, we're going to cover CNFTs and not really like, 
Like I have like a pretty big vision for it as far as like, we don't want to just cover one thing. Like we really right, want right. to be like multi-chain, multi-project. Like we don't want to just be in NFTs because there's opportunities in all blockchains. And Absolutely. I'm not a, a maxi where I'm like, I can only invest in this specific chain. So it makes sense to have it all. So you're saying yeah. there's going to be a jelly cube on Ethereum. No, no, I'm not, no, we're not making it on cross game, but I know, I know. Yeah. Just information. I got you. Just, <laughs> no, but you could always open up, like you said, the, under the umbrella company of the block investment group itself, you guys could always, if you guys wanted to do something there where you, you could even connect something, even take the, you know, the angel baby, that his squad true. method where he's kind of, he's already, he's opened the path for that kind of stuff. So you guys, the sky's the limit for what you guys are doing. So I really, uh, I really, uh, I'm, I'm, very interested in trying to be a part of the project, man. I just obviously first off to support, but uh, second off, just because I think it's going to be very useful information because even as we start to get busier and busier in this space, dude, it's just, I don't got time anymore, you know? And so if you got people in there who are dedicated to doing this and helping you out with that information, that's invaluable, you know, like for the price of admission to an NFT project. And um, I know for anybody kind of listening in right now, do you have a, uh, official mint date or a mint price or anything like that? Are you guys still too early to tell? Um, and obviously with the market being the way it is, um, what, what are your, what are your, what can you comment on that? So the ideal thing would be to launch at the end of the month. Okay. Um, it's obviously going to depend on the market. I've spent so much time and money and resources on this that yeah. I'm not going to launch this if the market's not right. Yeah. So it's it's one of those things where potentially even if the market isn't perfect, at least you can lower the supply and obviously that's going to change up price. So I have no idea about the price and quantity. Like it's pretty crazy what's happening in the market right now. Really bad yeah. timing. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's going to depend. The thing is, is like I am potentially going to move to Portugal. So just because it would be a lot better for this project because they don't have crypto or NFT taxes. And then also mm -hmm. there's no SEC worries with all this stuff. Mm -hmm. So I already booked a flight uh, for July 8th. So I'm hoping wow. that we can launch before that because I was going to check out apartments and stuff like that. But like I said, like if the market's not right, like, uh, you know, what are you going to do? I don't want to screw anyone over either. Like, I'd love to get some money out of this to help pay offset some of these costs. But it's like, dude, if the mar I don't want anyone to buy this project and not and lose money essentially yeah right no you don't want to do that to them and i think like you said you're smart enough to know that you know when when's the right time to do all this stuff and it is it's i guess it is exciting as it can be to want to release it like you said you got to time it right too so um if anything you got a good following and a, and a good base of people who are out here looking forward to uh <laughs> to minting this right now um and so the best way i'd say block for anybody who's trying to get out to you right now um where, where, what would you say to them jump over into the discord yeah, I would say join the Discord. And like, I, I'm like really transparent on there too. I think transparency is huge. Like I do like a lot of community decisions as well. So like, like I see Crawford saying the market isn't going to be better this month. There's a yeah. good chance that it isn't. And that's why it's important to be in the Discord because like, that's where all the updates are going to be. I'm always going to like, I and that, that's the same thing I do with my YouTube channel. Like I try to like have the best people in mind, uh, like the community in mind, like the best interests. So um that that'll be the best place. Follow the Twitter too. We have way yeah. more people in the Discord than the Twitter. So 
do you yeah we'll make sure like we got the twitter up here on the screen we'll, we'll take advantage of these new features that we have over here um and then yeah shout out to uh everybody over in chat for thanks for hanging out with us um and, and learning a little bit more about the block investment group and jelly cubes tonight appalachian nomad over here appreciate you taking the time to think about all the little things for our safety big ups for looking out for the community um you got everybody inside the chat you got dot com over here um just said he staked over to big right there so that, that's Yo. awesome man Appreciate oh, wow. it. There we go. There you go. Awesome. Dude, that's huge, man. I appreciate everybody showing up inside chat tonight, too, to, to sit down with us and, and learn a little bit more about Block, dude. Obviously, you guys, if you've been in the space, I'm sure you've seen it before. So um, it's been awesome to have you over on our channel right now, man, and get a chance to learn about what you got going on. So I know we'll be over there. I'm already in the Discord. I'm just waiting to get my taco too. roll over here one day. So uh, we, we can, I can join the Dude, you guys will all get OGs. You guys will all get OG friends and family version for Love sure. It. For sure, yeah, yeah, well. appreciate that. Seven points off rip too. Oh, with let's the, go. With the friends, it's the same as the as the dragon one. So. I'm trying to get a dragon, cool. dude. Uh, that's that's the thing that I want. So I'm I'm gonna go for that. I'm gonna get Charizard. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I have to. Heck yeah. Awesome, dude. So yeah, it's we'll gonna be cool have... to see how many we when we end up having when we mint because uh, yeah. Cardano Crocs Club is doing our mint. So I have no idea. I can give a, a rarity percentage, but you know, I don't know how yeah. many are there gonna be. That's gonna be fun. That's exciting then, so. for you then too. Yeah, you get to see yourself on Mint Day. Like, cause you're always like, I know that's the fun part about like doing these, like on other projects where everybody on Mint Day is just like, you know, excited to show off what they got. So I can imagine what that's gonna be like on the other side of this now where everybody's just like posting all the cool stuff. And then uh, is any is this stuff like like auto-generated where you don't know what it's gonna look like or a lot of these pre-made, like how did, uh, is, I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't it's, it's auto-generated. Like you have layers, every single layer is in a file and you give uh, percentage. Okay. So I have no idea what they're going to look like. Um, That's awesome. So, uh, That's you know, exciting. a lot of what we've been showing has been like sneak peeks of what they could be look like when I put it in my own generator that I've been using. But yeah. obviously the Cardano Crocs Club is going to handle the mint. So it will be interesting. Nice. That's nice. pretty fun. That's, that's exciting. Nice. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, like, Damn, I did not even know that could exist. Yeah, right. I'm exactly. luck out. I'm like, I want nice. that one right there. Yeah. <laughs> and and are you guys doing like a what are like the royalties and stuff on that too? Are you doing like high percentage royalty or lower? Yeah, we're doing like, a, we're doing high ten percent. Uh, okay. Just because like one, we have to pay people every month. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. people aren't going to be providing content for free. So there's like a a decent monthly reoccurring cost here, right? So I'm hoping the royalties will offset some of that. I'm hoping the stake pool will offset some. Um, you know, and then obviously future drops in the future will will help as well. Or, you know, there's there, we're going to do like uh, we're also going to make money from helping like give projects exposure. So we're yeah. only going to get whitelist if they do the exposure side of things. But what's cool is like the, we're going to partner with Cardano Crocs Club. So any project that comes to us that we help give exposure to, if they want help on the technical side, we're actually going to make 50 percent of what Cardano Crocs Club charges. So we're hoping that okay. we can use some of that money to pay for you know, some of the cost too. That's well, that makes a lot of sense, 10%, because you'd like, I mean, the whole idea is that people are going to be hopefully getting some good information and getting in on some good projects to make some profits that way that they want to continue to hold on. You don't necessarily want to resell it, you know what I mean, right away. Um, that 10% does kind of help, uh, you know, deter people from selling, at least for a quick flip right off the back. It's kind of got to make that extra floor space up. Um, so that's good. It kind of keeps help, helps people, people keep like stay in the, uh, community that may not have stayed in right away would have flipped and then uh, kind of check things out and then be like oh wow i'm actually going to stay here i like that 
Yeah, so I, I'm I'm excited, man. I want to get some uh, some points over there, load up for those raffles. <laughs> I love the giveaways; those are always so much fun. Um, and we've talked about TJ. You know, we've recently got into the Mallard uh, the Mallard order over there. And Me recently, you blessings. recently, fam. I've been in there. I know. Dude, I, had, I had I had to get over into that thing where they do like these daily things. So I can imagine with you as those raffles start to happen, man. Those are those are exciting. Get people like wanting to come back as well. So that's another great way for community engagement for what you guys are building. So. Like I said, even if you do have strong secondary sales over there, like you said, you're getting a good little decent portion that goes back to you guys um, and the team over there. So, Block, dude, we appreciate you jumping in. Uh, it's been ni nice to learn about Jelly Cubes and nice to learn about the Block Investment Group. Um, and then congrats, too, for your, all your success, man. It's been awesome to see you grow inside the space. For sure. I appreciate you guys, too, man. It's, uh, it's crazy how early we all are, even with the short-term worries. Like, I'm yeah. so... I'm so bullish on this space in the long term, man. Oh, and it's absolutely. cool. Like, like we're we're so early providing content in the space too. Like, we're all going to be so much bigger in the future. And there's going to be yeah. a lot of new people that come into the space too. So, yeah, sure. I, I honestly love like talking to other owners and like other like content providers. Yeah. Because it's like you you get like a completely different perspective. And like I I'm even picking up on stuff that you guys do in your interviews that I'm like, oh, maybe I need to do something similar to that. Like it's cool. Yeah. Well it's that's the beauty of all this stuff. I that's one thing that I do love about being in the content creator space. Or you know, when we started this, it was just three of us talking about CNTs and we didn't know if anybody would be listening on the other end. And we didn't really care because it was just something that we enjoyed. Um, but now that we get a chance to interact with all these different projects and creators and things like that. Um, it's just, it's fun to learn, um, you know, the access of information you get from people and the willingness for other people to share it with you is the really cool thing about Cardano. Like us, uh, you jumping in as another content creator, it's not like a competition over here. It's like, Hey, we're coming together. And the same thing that we did for like, we talked about with CNFT live back in there. It's just like all these different communities, you know, we're a small community outside of just, you know, when you take Cardano right. NFTs, nobody even knows we exist sometimes. So you can, you know, when we can pull all of us into one spot and really start to grow and create a little bit of a buzz, I think that's how we push this space forward too, uh, by bringing awareness to it. And the fact that we all truly just want each other to succeed is that's a, it's a great thing to see, especially in a space like this. Yeah. Yeah. You always get, you always get so much further by helping each other grow rather than, you know, oh, yeah. like, Hey, I'm the top guy here and nobody else can be, you know, that, that's not the case. You know, you want everybody to grow up and we all level up together because that only grows everything outside of that. So um now, real quick i have a question over here from eddie as we're, we're getting ready to wrap up the uh the, this is part of the interview um you have any thoughts on your project being involved in a metaverse so as far as creating one no um because that's like a lot of people are trying to do that and it's a lot of money and no 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 on that part <laughs> uh integration yes so what's okay. cool is i've been talking to the cornucopias team uh nice. and I think that we might be able to get like a little block HQ going on in there, there um, some sort of building. You know, I'm gonna, it, uh, also I, I think it would be really cool to have like almost like a little Jellyverse little yeah, area. Yeah. I don't even know if that's, you know, something that we would have to create or if there's going to be something out there that we could like kind of have like jelly buildings and stuff, have like our little meetings there with the block board. Like, I think that would be sick, you know? Yeah. Like sky's the limit with this stuff like we talk about like um clay nation and stuff like that where they started off as just you know doing the the clay the clay art and where it's turned into now they have a full-on uh like you know music festival like space and unreal engine and stuff like that with snoop dogg and all this crazy stuff so crazy. you never know where you never know where you have you have plans right now but that could change you know in a few months from now because we know in this space a couple months feels like an eternity so yeah, that's uh, never rule it out, right? Like, obviously, you can. Uh, there's so much room for growth inside of here. 
That is true too. I mean, if we have four successful projects, you know, it's going well, the market's doing well, like maybe we do make our own Jellyverse or something like that. Yeah. Like it would have to be, there's so much to it, man. You know, I'm like, just like, can I get the market in a good enough position where I'm confident about, you know, having a project? I'm at the beginning phase. Oh, I know. Well, this is the good thing is that you're building, you've already been through, you know, the, the highs, the lows that we're coming into. So you have a lot of the experience um, to kind of navigate and, you know, you've seen it from the other side. So now bringing that to your project, um, you know, you got a good perspective, I feel like. Yeah, I'd be curious. So, it's very interesting to have like seen both sides of it. Um, it'll be interesting to right. get to talk to you again as you get further into your project. Mm-hmm. You definitely have to have you come back yeah, on for a podcast for sure. Yep. Uh, there you go. He said, yeah, that's exactly what uh, Eddie was talking about over there for you over there block. Yeah. The integration into other projects over there. So that'd be nice to see in cornucopias. I love, I'm, I'm really excited to see what cornucopias uh, has coming up long-term here. So I saw some previews over on, uh, from consensus, uh, that they actually did like a demo over there, um, uh, for the cornucopias, like the, the javelin racing and stuff like that. So Dude, that, that's, they are doing I, I big things. They, oh, are, huge, they are dude. doing big things. They are huge inside of you. You saw over here inside the you know the market itself. You know the last week what they were able to do in that short amount of time. Like how much ADA flowed through them. I think they're right now looking at them three point seven million ADA worth of stuff within. Like I said, it's been a little over a week now, which is an insane amount of volume. Do, I think you know they're what, at over seven million on their land already. Are are they on right the now? secondary? Yeah. That's insane, man. That is that is literally insane. Well, this is like part of the other half of this. So, um, you know, as we get into our F35 live, the, the other part where we jump into some projects and things like that. So, Block, you're more than welcome to hang out for a little bit and talk. Otherwise, we um, we appreciate you jumping on with us. Up to you, man. Dude, I mean, I, I'm down to jump on for till 1030. So, like okay. 22 minutes, Perfect. spit some Perfect. words. No problem. I still got to yeah. edit a video after this, man. There so. you go. Oh, we know <laughs> how that goes, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I hear you. So, well, if we jump over there, I have to use uh, some of the graphics and stuff like this. Because, again, if anybody's tuning in, we, uh, we just, you know, we talked about JellyQ's uh, Block Investment Group and we got Block hanging out with us. This is F35 Live. I just like pressing that little graphics button. I love here. that button. So, dude. I get to use, we get some fancy yeah, new software. <laughs> dude, I need you a button. He's still on the club board. Dude, I, yeah, I want to be able to like boom, 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 like stuff like that. Um, I wanted to see if it doesn't break my computer again, just pull up open CNFT um, just to kind of go through some of the stuff. So we have some projects we do want to get into tonight. Um, let's see if this actually works without breaking my screen. I saw some in the chat too. I'm trying to go back through. I find that one. Someone uh, said they see. bought four Mallard order invitations. I did that see that. Someone bought their fourth one today. Yeah. Jesus. Oh, that's insane amount. BTC bought four or two. He just bought his fourth one today. I thought I saw him in here, actually, CNFT BTC. Was he? Um, cool. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. So, if, again, this is uh, our F35 live portion of this stuff. And now, now we're, we're, we're chilling. We're talking CNFT projects. If you guys have any requests, questions, things like that, this is the time where we deep dive, just hang out, look up some of the stuff. And then we got some projects that we want to talk about. Because so we do have a big news coming out this week from um, Clay Nation's team. Uh, they have their clay paper version three, um, and they're going to be talking think, about the right? clay token. Yeah, the 14th is going to be dropping tomorrow. So that's going to be very interesting. But yeah, Block, like you were saying over here, this cornucopia is still even even inside of here, still leading that top spot um, within that 24-hour volume. Seven point seven. Holy hat, dude. My goodness. They, uh, they shook up the space, man. 
right? Like if you look at, I remember when we did our live stream last Monday, literally a week ago, the 24 hour volume at that time was 3.1 million ADA. You look at where we're at now, now it was 747,000. Uh, that's that's crazy. That yeah, right? that's it out is, of control. Like you're saying, that's like I almost like, oh, I, can, I understand all the words you're saying, but like that's very. I would never have guessed that as far as they went. No so, shot. No, Block. Did you? Uh, I know this was always one of the ones. Didn't you mint a shitload of javelins? Um, when when those are where you were in queue for a bunch of the javelins back when that was happening. Um, <laughs> yeah, man. Release. I've been heavy in cornucopias for a while. I, I got yeah. lucky. I didn't know they were doing free mints. I got like twenty two for free, man. <gasps> which That's was awesome, nuts. Man. One of them was oh, a yeah. mythic too, which really? was nuts. Oh man, that did was you nice. uh, end up selling any of those, the mythic ones, or did you hold on to those? I literally had only sold one, and it was the mythic, and yeah. I sense. shouldn't have sold it. I was like, oh, I can do one, and it'll be a lot of ADA. I think I sold it for like thirty five hundred or three thousand or something like that. But then they went to like seven or eight thousand at one point. I don't even know oh, what they're man. at now. Yeah, but the return I, from zero to thirty five hundred though, that's <laughs> you, you it, can't it was a crazy mean, day. I was like, no way I'm getting this for free. That's literally <laughs> what you got. They just basically gave you thirty five hundred data. It's it's crazy to me because that was you know everybody was really like harping on them for giving up like that much worth of ADA of sales that they could have done. Um, and then to see what these guys even did in a short amount of time, because they have, if you look at it, they dropped what, about 24,000 of these things. They have a few that are still left to be minted for things, but 24,000 between these first three zones, and they're not doing another land sale until 2023, and they still have nine zones to do. So that's another 72,000 plots uh, worth of stuff that they're eventually going to be launching into the system here. So um, I can imagine as the market kind of recovers, these things may, I mean, in my mind, I, I can't imagine that they they drop much lower than where they're at just as more stuff out about cornucopias um, um I, I think long term this is one of the big projects to keep an eye on inside space well, i think with more and more like when a project i mean just gets quiet when i say quiet just working behind the scenes sometimes they're it the floor i've what i've seen it dips a little bit right like it's gonna i think it would dip maybe right. even to like 150 160 range just because you know when they're quiet nothing's coming out that people are just like oh i need to flip something oh yeah i have this i could still make a little bit of money from it so i think that's i don't think it'll go much lower than that, but. well i mean our community is only so big too you know what i mean especially like cardano is only so big and the community on cardano side is only so big so when you got new projects and stuff coming out people have to liquidate, liquidate sell off and exactly. beat four prices if they want to get you know ada for the uh, next mint usually yeah, yeah I, really I love what they're doing man like and i actually had talked to uh rob and josh they're mm -hmm. delaying the next land sale to 2024 actually oh they put the last time year? i checked to them last time i wow. talked to oh, really them. so i i think okay. this is something i'm super bullish on uh, and what's crazy is they're a lot closer to releasing this than a lot of people think they're yeah. actually planning on having the mobile version in like the next month or two and like the actual desktop without like the staking yes. and the play to earn aspect is probably within the next three months here. So it's kind of crazy. Like they're so much further ahead than a lot of projects out there. Oh, absolutely. Well, they're working on this. Dude, look at this stuff. I mean, this is a great comment over here too from Eddie. I know we, he was talking to us a lot when we were ready to mint is that they minted, they caught that mint right at the right oh, yeah. time and them trying to launch right now. Like oh, how that would have been, that would have been rough. Um, they, so, they were so lucky. There. 
Yeah, and then on top of that, I, I agree. I was the same kind of thing as you, Brock, over here. I was definitely Ada Broke from that land, man. So I was the same thing, trying to like get into every single one and then scoop some stuff up on the secondary as well. Um, so I think a lot of people, you know, you saw a lot of the blue chips kind of dip too because a lot of people were liquidating to try to get into this mint, um, especially for the you know the copious plots and those big epic you know the epic ones that went out there. And we saw last time when we oh man, how fast did they go, Tommy? For, Four for the mythic copious. Oh yeah, the last ones were literally four seconds, like two hundred and forty of them. Like that. Four, yeah, four to five seconds were sold out, yeah. and somebody got a fifty-three thousand all-time high sale on Mythic Cor Copious. Isn't that That's amazing for them over there? Yeah. You saw that? Um, there was like a twenty-nine thousand right after, like same time. We were like on doing the um, the show on well, Wednesday. There, there was two. It? That's right. Yeah, yeah the, the other one was right there below. It was like ten minutes before. It uh, was a uh, like another twenty-nine k sale. Did you yeah. guys get lucky oh, on your mints? Did you guys I get any of those? I mean, what do you, I, I did not. Lucky I, relative to what? I mean, I guess, like, did you guys those. get anything, like, good from the mint? Like, nah. uh, two uncommon. Nope. Yeah, I, yeah. I was on a small and medium, and I could not even get into the large. I, I kept, I was on eternal, and the eternal wallet kept tape being too slow. I was like 22nd, and it just was not working. How about you? What'd you get? I minted a decent, so. <laughs> Basically, I talked to Rob and Josh, and I told them how to stop botters and flippers and people using scripts, and they couldn't implement it this time, but I was trying to give them advice. So they actually, in return, gave me the OG role uh, in their dope. Discord. So you get the mint first. Okay. Yeah, so I actually was able to mint um, a copious plot, which was dope. Uh, just got an uncommon one, but that wow. was still a big dub. And I was able to get, I was able to get a decent amount of land, but no, nothing really rare or anything. I didn't get yeah. any mythic or anything like that. I think the the most rare thing I got two legendary smalls, but everything else was was okay. pretty much common or uncommon. But super super happy yeah. for the opportunity, and I wanted to try to help them out too because what you noticed, especially on the copious plot, I mean, it was getting all botted and scripted. You couldn't, it, they were selling out in three and a half Dude, there's seconds. No yeah. there's no way. There's no way. Manually, as fast as I could. And that's on a server with my password copied and just being super fast was 4.5 seconds. I did seven. I really pretty fast. Or six, whatever it was. Six or seven seconds. I thought that was pretty fast. Yeah, I think my, yeah, mine was like. Here's what's rugged there, Tommy. You were rugged. We're quick over here. We went from. <laughs> was I? Yeah, you're getting rugged. Right. You can't share there. a screen. Well, I just got a question for you. I was going to say, glad this restream is really helping the computer run better. Okay. Well, we're going to. Oh. Here, let me share a screen. <laughs> yeah, you nice. guys did The OG, by the way, was just the first 250 in the Discord. Like, back before we even were having the Black Investment Group. It was just the first 250. So how many? So okay, there's so no more access you... to OG. Damn. Uh, you, so you had to be back in there back in the day over there, huh? Damn, yeah. copious. How you got through? <laughs> so that's crazy, man. Uh, appreciate it.com. Uh, thank you guys for hanging out. If anybody's still around right now, good night. Um, great interview. Thanks for uh, for hanging out over here, Block. Um, and thanks for your, yeah, it's been fun. You had everyone in here chill. tonight I've seen in the chat. The only person I didn't see show yeah. up was uh, Fun Naked HD. I don't know where they're at. <laughs> fun Naked HD. Fun Naked yeah, HD. last time we, we had, had a fan uh, or a, yes. a botter like promoting that like uh yeah it was like a dating website thing but the thing was it was like a bot that would come in and spam like four messages for like local dude. singles but it wouldn't drop a link 
I didn't understand it. They would just like come in and just be like fun naked age. I was looking no link or anything else to do it. <laughs> I was looking for the link. There's local singles in my area. What are you gonna? We can't let them go to bed alone, TJ. <laughs> you guys part of this economy. You have the links. Of... <laughs> I, I wish we were like. Can you at least drop a link if you're gonna do it? So then yeah. I can just do something. Like, what's going on here? You guys don't know how this works. I, this is the worst spam I've ever seen. Dude, do you guys get those comments on like your YouTube yes. too? Yes. Like, like, dude, in, like, I keep banning language. them and they keep coming back. Yeah, I banned that one that yes. night three different times and they just kept coming well, back. I don't understand. We eventually were like, yo, if you're going to post it, like, okay, we're going to give you the floor for a second. We're like, yo, what's your favorite NFT project at least? Like, can you at least let us know in the comments? <laughs> there must be us. one scammer trying to do this with all the YouTube YouTubers in this space. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what's well, always like right away if you, I, I noticed that, like, right as soon as you post a video, it's like that. It's like in another language, usually, too. <laughs> There's a, it always has dot uno. Yes. Like, yeah. have you noticed that? Yes. Dot uno. Oh, I'm, I'm going to tag this video after we get off here, and I guarantee you that person, I will leave that comment. <laughs> I'm going to pin that comment. <laughs> <Just for that. laughs> oh, it's going to show up. There's gonna be so many of them now, Raj. Um, but yeah, TJ, I don't know. Um, I know before block before one last big topic that we want to talk about this week. If you want to go over to uh, Clay Nation's page on um, their Twitter, you got it. You can pull that through. Uh, block, are you excited? Do you still hold any uh, Clay? Um, I know we got the allocation of the the coins coming out this month. I have their pitches. I don't mm -hmm. have any Clays right now, and that okay. is like actually the project I'm really bullish on in the long term so yeah. i need to get them? back into clay did you yeah, have yeah. clay originally or you sold them or? i did i did i got mm. in at like a thousand i think and then when they announced the pitches it ran to like 25 and i oh, was wow. like holy crap man that's a lot of money for less than three weeks of holding this thing so right. i had sold it and i thought it was going to dip more after the drop like most projects do but clay holders are the strongest holders i've ever seen swing trade swing trading does not work with clay well i will no. say i am curious once the token is actually released i am very curious to see there's a drop how, yeah just because people just wanted to get all the clay token that makes sense i get it why they would want to pump it up so i think they're they're possibly on this market, I think, right dip. now more than anything. Well, if people are willing well, to part with them because the prices are going to get for some of these. I don't. Oh uh, yeah, like, most people will be selling. It's a problem, especially when the paper drops tomorrow. That's number one, and number two, when the clay token, like I said, does drop, it's going to right before it drops, it's going to, I think, pump even a thousand eight or more from it is now. I I could see though if you do to uh, open CNFT or anywhere, you've also seen a big run up in the uh, the, the good Charlotte clays recently. The good Charlotte, yeah, yep. yeah, they, they've had a big run, and that's probably well, even the colored the, clays of that. Well, yeah, because they did that vote, right? They did the vote that the allocation yeah. of that. Yep, the the rarer the color of the clay, the pumpkin or the red yep. or the blue or green, those ones got more allocation of the clay token. So you're seeing those yep. being targeted right now. Uh, which is very interesting but yeah it would make sense that the gc clays would be the the way in because obviously it's a lot cheaper to get into that than it is to the actual clay itself um i'm curious i love the design and the artwork right here i love how clay just has to be clay with that with the eyes and the little token itself i think that's really cool I, at what they got going on i love the blinking of it and the token i think that's great yeah. i love it well i can imagine just like sitting in your wallet and just doing its thing what i'm curious though for them is you know this team is very well thought out as well um and we always praise yummy for what they've done with their uh with their coin and how they've given it utility prior to the actual like card packs and the game itself coming out um and it's it's increased that value of it pretty well 
I'm curious what their tokenomics and stuff for this really are going to... I know they got it, some of that stuff detailed out inside the clay paper one. I want to see the updated version of this because if they have this launched automatically on DEXs like MinSwap and Sunday Swap and things like that, how that initial pump of this coin will be. Because we saw the same thing back in the day when I had Pavia, when the Pavia, uh, this before the last land sale dropped. And if you got airdrop, we got a, a 4,500 tokens or something like something big, or it was 8,888 maybe or something. It was something high like that. Um, and you got, I don't know, man, I made a couple thousand ADA just for holding a few land wow. plots. And, uh, and I, if I sold it thousand, you, you had a lot, dude. Yeah. Well, <laughs> they dropped you a decent amount, even yummy recently. Like if you did the airdrop, um, for holding one of the season ones, some people were making like, you know, over 10,000 ADA if they had like some of the, a lot of the initial stuff from the beginning wow. and they sold it. So yeah, I was going to say, I think it was 8,000 per Pavia plot you had. Yeah. So if you had an estate, so that's a shit ton of token yep. right there yeah a lot of people made a lot of money from that stuff man so i'm curious because clay is obviously you hold more of this stuff I, you know this could be worth a lot and you know these guys are in a new new a different kind of a prestige level compared to some of the other projects just because of the collaborations and the networking that they do um i'd be really interested to see what that price of that really stays at even in a bear, bear market like we're in right now well I'm, I'm pumped for the paper because i just hope it's not like a dump as soon as people get the token essentially because i'm sure there's gonna they're gonna throw way more utility for it just so that doesn't happen as protection in a sense. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And this, oh yeah. So 8,333 is what Crawford was. So you multiply that, like you said, by nine of them or whatever it was for the estate, man, you, you were making some good money at that time for Pavia back then. And then same thing with any of these other tokens. So what I've noticed though, at least when those things come is when they first get airdropped to holders is that if you kind of sell right off the jump, I've, you know, I, I don't know if that's a better play right away because the hype is kind of up and but in yummy's case if you had sold right away um you didn't you missed the pump um because they, they, mm -hmm. once they started adding liquidity over on MinSwap, that's when things really shot up so the next one that you know that one that i'm keeping an eye on as well that's coming up is the ape society um and their society token right now because they're getting ready to provide liquidity and stuff over on oh, MinSwap yeah. for that um so i could see that that coin really starting to do something as well um, but it's very interesting place now because you have the nfts but now you have the the tokens for the nfts and this is a new different kind of like DeFi uh, like summer that we're, we're, we're coming into right now. It'll be interesting to see what projects do to have like long-term sustainability with their tokens. Cause like a lot of projects, they don't really have anything like super necessary for it. Yeah. Like what's nice with uh, Yummy is like, you can buy other projects and that's kind of how it provides value is like, okay, like this project's gonna make you X amount of ADA. Uh, you know, we can partner with that project. So it's going to be interesting to see what Clay does. All I know is like Clay, in my opinion, is probably the best project on CNFTs right now. Like they yeah. are just doing so much at such a high level. And I do think that Clay token with their metaverse is going to have a ton of value, man. Like oh, they're so definitely value. working on some sort of play to earn stuff. And I think those tokens are going to be valuable. It, it, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, what's... And this is my swing trading side of me. It's like, okay, is it better to take, you know, a 3000 ADA sale right now and not get those tokens and potentially, you know, or get the tokens, but then potentially it drops down to 2,500 or 2000 afterwards because there was so much hype, so right. much FOMO, so much waiting for it. And people like to sell after the utilities yeah. realize. So it's interesting. Well, I've I, been I that same boat, I would say. Like, am I going to get 3000 ADA worth of token? Or should I just sell it and get the 3,000 ADA right now and not even worry about getting that, that token airdrop? So that's that's really the game people are going to have to play and kind of figure out on their own. Like, what do you want to do? Do you want to hold and get the token or do you want to sell and get 3,000 ADA right now? 
I think it's going to be a big thing tomorrow when you actually see what the allocation is. Um, you know, when they drop that, it could be very bullish where people are like, wow, that's actually a decent amount of coin, we think, based on the tokenomics that they've released so far or updated inside that version three. I need to go scoop more of these. And you may see another bull run um, if they announce like a good allocation so. for that uh, for these guys. So this could, again, not financial advice, but it could be a, a good entry point into it prior to, you know, buy the news and sell the rumor kind of thing. Right. Um, exactly. I, I, to me, to me, it feels like that a little bit just because of the unknown with Clay's. But as soon as that thing drops, I can't imagine. I can't imagine it being lack, lackluster. I haven't seen anything really lackluster from them after they dropped a, a major announcement. I'm with you, Eddie. Oh, man. Yeah, he said, Eddie, I still remember seeing my 800 Ada Floors back then. I was just like, yeah, yeah, I don't know about all these NFTs and you know, all this craziness. I was Ada Floors. Making some money Eddie. on the quick flips. <laughs> Isn't it crazy to think about those days? Because we we were all actually in um, on the clay mint. Like, I, I minted, you know, we, we on, on launch day. And um, it was crazy to see it back then, back in September, when it was, you know, there was blues and things going for like 100 Ada. And things like that and then like a few days later they just started to take off and it was like damn there were so many good buying opportunities back then nobody could have imagined what that project was going to do i have to thank tommy for this though because he throughout it all with texas we have a our group chat before we started this he's like hold that clay dude don't sell that shit hold <sighs> that clay because me like first getting i'm like oh i want to flip that shit i want to make 158 yeah. right now he's like dude hold it hold it they're running up right now just hold that shit do not sell it and i thank you tommy for that <laughs> yeah well tj minted a green over there and he was the reason that i went back in for a third mint those are the days when clay's minted you could mint on i was minting on your roy on my phone like that's how like crazy like available that was back an in hour time later frame. yes like an hour later after the mint yeah. had launched i was still able to snag a third clay and that third clay was the only reason I did that was because TJ got a green one and I thought that one looked cooler than my two basic like regular um, ones with just like the hoodie on. So I went and minted. That's how I, I still have my blue clay to this day. It's the only one I hold still. But that was the reason was because TJ had that green and I was like, dude, I got to go get another one. Um, and you were still able to do that 40, 50 minutes later after the That's mint. That's wild. Happened. So uh, crazy. Can you imagine a clay mint still not selling out within a minute or two these days? Dude, and to kind of play off of that, that's what gets me really hyped right now to look for projects because there are more clays constantly coming out, man. Like oh, you know. never know, like especially in a down market, like who knows what's going to be super successful. Like there yeah. could be a, a project like Clay Nation that's taking forever to sell out because it's a bad, it, it's the same thing like Dead Pixels. Like Dead Pixels were, mm -hmm. were super low and now they're oh, yeah. 3,008, all right? So it, it's crazy, man. Like I, I wish I was paying more attention to CNFTs like with Clay Nation and stuff. I Like for me, I had gotten into like Chibidango Heroes and Planet Pals mm -hmm. like when I first noticed them. And then I was like, eh, you know, I'm up a little bit, but I'm just going to hold my ADA. I think ADA is going to go crazy. And it wasn't until January of this year where I was like, wait a minute. Like there are some major opportunities just like finding projects like Clay Nation. Yeah. Well, one hundred percent. There's so many of those other ones that are, you know, like to have that potential too. Because clays, clays were in that time, and even yummy. Uh, you know, you see some of those projects that are minted in that time frame of like Septemberish, you know, early, uh, like fall of last year, that have had you know the six, seven, eight, nine months to build now and and get out a quality product uh, with that well, initial investment that they had. Well, even chilled cones back in December, they didn't sell out in five minutes. They took what was it like? Uh, a day or 12 hours whatever it was it wasn't wasn't quick we were we were they filming don't. they weren't sold out we started recording and by like yeah it was like 2 a.m or something they sold out our time yeah it was right after we finished the recording but yeah chill kongs wasn't even something we were up that like another hour away. whenever you know those guys in discord yeah it's, so it's we got aaron, aaron over here shout out to cowboys of crypto over here um 
he's you know he's our micro cap coin uh, expert over here tj's friend over here in real life has an amazing channel over on his side he's got like thirty thousand subs uh so shout out to him but we we wow. jump onto his channel every tuesday night sometimes to talk cnfts we've been getting these guys in a little bit and they've been starting to branch out and talk to different people inside the cnft space got so some yummies now they made yep. some good flips and now they're all about it. i love it yeah, I love, it's fun. To, it's fun to see others get into the space, and then it kind of takes over, and then they start to branch out and and grow the community too. So shout out to Aaron uh, Cowboys of Crypto if you haven't go check out his page as well. CNFTs are the future. I agree with you, man. Um, and it's funny too to look back. Uh, you got Crawford over here. Uh, think about all the blue chips took so long to mint out, but nowadays if you don't sell out in an hour, people start fudding and saying it's a dead project. Um, I definitely think the mentality's changed, right? That's that's an interesting like take to think about it if you've been here since the beginning, right? Of like back then you were just happy if a project sold out and you were it was fun to like fun to not be as stressed about it, I guess. And nowadays, like you said, if you don't sell within out within the first thing, you see people start to dump it and that can really hurt a project from the start. Uh, so that's why I think that mint price even now, like you said, our mint quantity for what you were doing, Bach, is so important because if you, you drop ten thousand NFTs and you guys only sold two thousand of them. And you were just like, oh, that's a failure. But in your eyes, you're like, no, I, I did pretty well, I thought. Um, yeah, that's, right? that's, that's exactly. interesting to see. It is interesting. There's a lot of stress that goes on with projects about it too, especially projects that are just trying to be art projects, right? Like there's so there's just so much that goes into it. And there are a yeah. lot of people that are just trying to make money and, and they're looking for those sellouts. So if they get into something that wasn't profitable, there's going to be hate and FUD they give. So... It, it, I wish I wish it, things were more chill like that. Like, hey, you know, we have a project here. We might not sell out right away, but we're trying to do some cool stuff. You know, those those to me are always the most fun, even now and like recent. Like, anytime a new project like that just kind of comes out of nowhere or under the radar, and everybody has a chance to mint a few, and then like the hype starts to build up inside of different communities, and it's like, oh, go grab this, and then people kind of sell it out over time. Those are still the ones that I enjoy the most, because um, otherwise, if you are a hyped big project, like it, it, you have to have some sort of whitelist or lottery system or something. Um, otherwise, you, in this day and age, like that's the like the strategy, right? And um, I think it's evolved so much, even in the last year um, from getting into it. It's coming up. I think August was my entry point into it, and at that point, it was just a matter of like drop an address and pray that you had a faster wallet than somebody else or an internet connection. And nowadays, if you try to rush. do that system, people would freak out, you know, like just to be like, oh, this is bad. This isn't fair. We're not doing this. And it could ruin a project. So it's crazy to see all the but different well, ways even that then, it made, that. it made you like have to have data lists, honestly, or to, to win a mint, to mint something. Yeah. Because if you had anything else, you're potentially not getting in on it because data list at the time was the fastest one because of that drop style. I made a data list for Aeonium Skies drops back in the day. Black one, like Block 5 was like when I found them, that was the reason I made a data list was because I kept getting beat out. There was only like 400 or like three, it was like a 200 and something supply. Oh, it was something super something. low. Yeah. I made it because yeah. of Baby Alien. I missed out on it. I was pissed because of Uroi. Oh, yeah. I was so mad. Oh, I was so pissed that night. Yeah, Block <laughs> Alien. Wow. Yeah, that's a drop back. Block, what was, when, I didn't, I don't know if we asked you this. What was your entry point? And what was your first like scene of Team Mint? So it was the Chippadango Heroes and Planet Pals way long ago. I don't even okay. know when that was. Uh, but then when it came to me getting in in January, at first I was just buying a lot of projects that were already out because I was just like on a research grind. Yeah. I don't know what my first one was. But like you guys had me thinking just how much Cardano has improved over the past couple months. Because even in January, you had to use data lists or you were, yep. you know, kind of shit That's out of luck. And now it's like, 
whoa, these transactions are way faster. Like it's just insane seeing real time how much the space is improving. You know, because oh, I have experience on Solana and Ethereum too. And it's like, whoa, like CNFTs have honestly like the best overall, in my opinion. Well, it's crazy too, because that was during that time frame when the, you know, at everything, uh, you know, when Sunday Swap was launching and remember how slow the network was at oh one point gosh. where, you know, it, I couldn't even unlist a transact or uh, oh, anything. I, I, I couldn't unlist an NFT sometimes <laughs> because it was so, so long to get it out of there. It was so frustrating um, at that time. So it's crazy. And you really did see that big move, even even like you said, that jump from CNFT.io to when JPEG store launched, when you had smart contract, that marketplace really started to thrive. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the advancements of where they're at now, even now we got offers now, which is something that we were, we were talking about as well. Um, it's crazy. Disrespectful offers though, like 8-8 and shit. Like, get out of my face, dude. Come He's on. But you, you birthed, you birthed uh, <laughs> the meme people, like you got Wap Babalubop or whatever. Son of a bitch. Give me 8-8 and get out of my face. But the best part about that is, which is cool about the JPEG store thing, is you can actually filter um, to, to turn that kind of stuff off. So if you want like only 50% below the floor or, you know, even oh, wow. something, you That's can actually know. filter I actually and toggle did not that. Know that. Yep. Yeah, you can actually toggle that stuff. If you go to JPEG store, you can actually look at some of that stuff. Dude, um, block, I remember CNFT sucked. <laughs> I remember oh, CNFT.io sucked. Like you would get sold and they wouldn't send you the money. It, right? Oh yeah, like, that was awful. Then you buy it, you'd be like sniping things and buying like great deals. And twice. then it would just sit there like all your ADA was yes. tied up for 24 yes. hours. They yep. just would never send. Well, it. That was awful. That was so yeah. bad. That was the re yeah. That was the worst thing, right? Like they had the buy. The seller had all the power back then because, like you said, if I what if I wanted to buy something for a thousand eight and I thought I was sniping it, but that was also running the risk of miss. That guy didn't send it to me in twenty four hours. I missed it, and the floor just kept rising. It, it really could have screwed you back then. And I well, know a lot thing, of people have it too. That one thing that used to bother me was the really? views. You could see how people viewed the thing you're selling. Like, there's like 14 views. Why is not someone buying this? I don't understand. Don't even click on it then. Right? Keep it moving. <laughs> yeah, for sure, dude. Hey, hey, same thing with Crawford over here. He was saying the same thing with ODM Skies. Much better reason to set up data list than Baby Alien. Listen, I was pointing that out because I didn't do it because I said Baby Alien. I did it because of the sellout factor of it. I couldn't get in on it because it wasn't fast. I'm freaking your yeah. yeah, you got somebody <laughs> still popping up over here too, over here, Block. Um, and uh, that's over here. <laughs> there you go. Um, but yeah, dude, it's it's crazy to see where we're at now versus where we were even months ago um, on this stuff. And even in a bear market, it's still you still still you still see all these products still innovating and and even new things that are coming out. I feel like recently there really hasn't been much to get excited about. Uh, only because unless it's been updates to existing projects, I haven't seen like a new big thing really uh, start to kind of emerge in a while. So that may be a good thing at the same time too. Uh, you know, because there was a time where I just every week I just like, damn man, I gotta admit this and this and this, and I was like, I can't do this anymore. I'm, I'm way too like spread out, and, and it's just killing me to keep up with all this stuff. Facts. A hundred percent. Especially when you're like constantly trying to like rebuild your wallet every bought shit all on Friday, and now it's like I got a mint on Tuesday. So like it's nice when you get those little, little breaks to kind of like figure out the market again, sell some things, not just like back to back to back. Oh, I know. So we got TJ. TJ's doing baby duty over here. I'm gonna I'm gonna take off his uh his screen share. Or now I can't. Can we're do gonna that? go back to. Damn, I don't know if I can rip like that from that. him. Can I do that? Oh, yeah, there we go. I can I can rip it like that. We can do that. That's more fun. I like the control we have with this restream thing over here. 
Um, but yeah, dude, I, I appreciate Black. I know we're we're running over your ten thirty time frame over here. I want to respect your time as well. Oh yeah, that's right. Damn. Yeah, yeah dude, I didn't even notice because I was having fun. <laughs> I know. Yeah, no, I don't mean to kick you off. You want to hang out? Yeah. I'm more than welcome to. Um, maybe, yeah. maybe I'll extend this to ten forty-five. Yeah. Do we like eight more minutes of hot takes here. There and then go. I gotta edit this video. I drank a lot of no coffee worries. and water, bro. I didn't go baby duty right now. Yeah, TJ's over here, baby <laughs> duty ended up. Um, so Clay Nation, Clay Nation's one we're definitely excited for. Um, what was the other ones that we had? Uh, uh, Mallet order block. Are you in that one? Yes, dude. So that is actually educate me on that because I know their invitations are going crazy. I haven't hopped on their Discord yet, but I know they have like a lot of hype. Check it out. Tommy check finally that bought out. his invitation uh, last week. Is this just Friday, a whitelist? Right? The invitation? Uh, yeah, mm -hmm. so the, the the invitation, you are whitelisted to get to mint three of them. And there's other perks down the line that are going to be happening. And there's also giveaways in the Discord if you own an invitation. So, so it's perks the whole day. Or I can pull it up, don't matter. The Mallet order, the Twitter and stuff like that. Yes, TJ, you should pull it up, Tommy. <laughs> yeah, Tommy. So TJ, TJ's experiencing the hosting part of this now, where you got to actually multitask. You can't just sit. Well, I used to, just... I used to host and shit when uh, the Twitter, uh, Twitch days. Yeah, it's definitely different. Like, like I don't know why. Whatever it is, I need to buy a new CPU. It's like I don't, I don't know what it is. Well, I don't but... get it. Your your PC is better than mine. I don't understand why you're having problems. It's. I think the, might be your internet. Mine. Is your internet okay? I think it. I think nah. his internet is what's going on. My internet runs fine. It's got to be the CPU. Yeah, he's so got these that. look insane. Are they like because oh, I haven't been able to hop in the great. Discord? Like, what are what sort of things are they trying to do? Is it mostly an art so, focus or? So they're art focused, but their community like so. What's really cool about this project? And why like obviously TJ was drawn immediately to the like the style of the artwork and and don't get me wrong, I I thought it was really cool too. But this was like screaming like we said TJ like profile pick um you know project. So he was automatically like, yo, I'm getting into this. And they were doing these, their marketing strategy to me is something that is like, you have to innovate in this space, right? And with everything going on, how do you stand out from the crowd? And these guys have done that by building like this mysteriousness to their, and like this, the need to want to get in kind of thing. And so they built this, um, the, the invitations that you've seen where there was only 500 of those. And they were basically anybody who was interacting with their Twitter, who was retweeting, who was commenting, sharing, just being like present with these guys on Twitter um, before the Discord had dropped. They were actually sending out in those invitation letters. And TJ, didn't they find like your wallet address without you ever messaging them? Yeah, they did. They're like uh, an invitation was sent to their your pretty much my wallet address. I never. It was funny. I sent them a different wallet address, but they knew my main one that I used to hold everything. Wow. And I was like, oh, that's pretty. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> so so they, they started to get everybody and then eventually the hype started to build. So once people started to do those 500, then they started doing like contests online of like, you know, put a tribute out onto their Twitter, fill out that form right there, like that little blank template that you just saw. Um, and then write what your tribute to what to get into the order. And then you had people like making all these different things to try to get There's in. Like I, I made one because like they, TJ <laughs> got in, but I couldn't get in. So I was making stuff and it was really fun to, to interact with these guys. Um, and eventually did they, they do the trial? Like what happened with this first trial, Tommy? I didn't follow up because I knew you I was- You got the loyalty online. role in their Discord. Yeah, so go- Did you get it though, Tommy? That already happened? I think to buy tomorrow by 5.55. I already got mine. I don't know if you got okay. yours, Tommy. I got um, mine. 
I don't know. I got to look back on mine. So if you look, uh, they, they do these different trials. So when they did open up their discord, you had like different roles, like outsider. And eventually once they were, it got, that got filled up, they had like the stranger role and they opened it up to everybody. And you have to base The cool thing about this is that you have to actually level up inside the discord. Like as you get different roles of like initiations, you get deeper into the discord. Uh, they do more lore and more story opens up. So wow. you're basically progressing the discord as you start to do the hit these different things so they have completing two out of the three trials that they have gets you the initiate role and the initiate role basically is your whitelist to be able to mint the project there's 6500 of these things and obviously the the 500 uh invitation holders that are out there right now they have the opportunity to mint three of these and then every single day too there is um they do daily blessings inside of there if you have the invitations and those those do uh you know from winning a new mallard a free mallard duck to minting a fourth one to getting ada they have all kinds of stuff that that are on a daily and sometimes they do more than one um inside right. of that go ahead this is insanely well done yeah. i'm really impressed you see i saw the art which I was like, oh, wow, that really stands out. That's really good. But I haven't done a deep dive on like their actual Discord and website and all that. That is insane how they set that up. Really so smart. For a free airdrop invitation, their volume is 115,000 ADA. And yeah, they've only yeah. been out for, I think, two, three weeks tops. I think that number right there to me is just insane. They have Dang, so people are valuing their, their actual PFP project pretty high, though. That's what I'm like saying. That, that means like if these invitations are 1200, that means that they're saying that each of those ducks are going to be worth at least 400. But I know yeah. they're doing other benefits too that we don't know about, but right. holy For crap. Well, yeah. Look at, if you go back to their Twitter, so they did that first trial this week. If you, I don't know, oh, they, I don't know if they've been retweeting any of that stuff, but basically for that first uh, trial was like the trial yeah, of loyalty. In a trial of loyalty, people, they literally showed people how to make like a, a origami, like a duck. And people were designing these and they had to go outside and put their Twitter handle name on them and put, you know, take a picture with it outside and then put a, a certain tweet in it. But with their with their own marketing. So they had that you could not change the tweet in order to get be eligible for the role. So everybody has the same tweet with the same hashtags. It was free marketing. Basically, they paid for everybody to do this because everybody's in there wanting to do this. And their Twitter's getting spammed and they have, didn't have to do anything other than put that out. So it's genius the way that they, they're going about, you know, like getting people actively engaged. Um, so these, if these guys can continue the mystery and, and really execute, like the artwork is starting, the more sneak Loving peeks they're dropping, they start to look really dope. Um, I think yeah, that's pretty good. I didn't see that. I didn't, I didn't see that. I went to the lights. Like, well, that's not there. <laughs> uh, cool. I was going to say, who did that, right? <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> Wow. Um, so this is definitely one to keep an eye on. I think um, it, it's something different and, it's a, it, and they're standing out and I really like the the way that they're approaching this stuff. Um, so yeah, definitely recommend taking a look at it if you haven't yet. Wow, this is insane. They're going to do really well. I think so I too. I mean, they, I it seems like they're checking off all the boxes. I'm curious to see like if they're going to provide some sort of utility like i'm curious to see even without well, the, having a utility i mean the the whole feel of it is crazy well it's like the crypt right like tj they have like these different trials but there's like these different like ducks that went into that like the lore behind it or something like that or it's like and i don't know where yeah, they're really going with it yeah they, like they're there's they're gonna definitely be different like tiers like you have different levels inside the discord so they're gonna access certain things so i definitely think they got some tricks up their sleeve i can imagine um 
not to ignore chat over here over here because we do have people asking for certain things um we have a couple of questions over here. Did anybody, we have thoughts. I haven't, I, we haven't talked about this. Block, have you talked about uh, aqua farmers? Aqua farmers, yeah, I don't think much, much about them. I mean, we've talked about it a little bit, but I don't remember them much. Oh yeah, aqua farmers are, um, so they're actually like very utility focused. So basically liquid finance is gonna be like a lending and borrowing uh, decentralized application on Cardano. Uh, kind of like meld, I don't know if you guys pay attention to it mm -hmm. too much. But essentially what they did is they released these NFTs uh, that were only 40 ADA. And there were five different rarities that you could get as far as like the color of like your little aqua farmer. And mm -hmm. depending on which rarity, you get a, a, a different staking, additional staking reward uh, for their platform when it comes out. So like the common ones give you 2%, then it goes to 3%, 4%, 5%. It's, all, it's called liquid finance. It's spelled mm. really weird though. Uh, but essentially, yeah, the first one. So essentially, though, people are buying them because if you do the math, it's like, hey, I'm spending $150 for an NFT, but I'm going to get 2% additional rewards. Now, originally, I thought it was just an additional 2% total, but it's based on the rewards. So if you have like 100 grand and you're making 5%, well, that's $5,000. Okay, you're getting 2% additional on that 5,000. Oh, wow. But mathematically, if you have like a oh, ton wow. of money, it's worth it. And that's why you've seen some people spend 40, 50K on the five percenters because they don't stack. Right. Uh, and you know, if you have enough money, then it's worth it. But they also give you Dow, uh, they give you governance rights. But liquid finance is a big deal. What's funny is no one in CNFTs knew about it. So mm -hmm. like you could have minted I mean, you could have made a ton of money off of this because they literally, if you got a 5%er, I mean, they were selling for 40, 50K. Jeez. And uh, now what's interesting is Meld, which is kind of the competition of Liquid Finance, they were actually going to do the same exact thing called bank managers, um, but they scratched the idea. So if they end up not unscratching it, then that's something you're going to have to go really hard on. But yeah, if you look at their properties, the farmer body color uh, all the way down towards the bottom, those are the different ones. So if you look at the first three, those are the five percenters and they all uh, go for 40K. 48, by the way. Shit. Oh, wow. I think it was like a 1% uh, one or 1.1% chance. So crazy. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. And then again, to fall back up, I know Graham was asking, um, do you see Aqua Farmers as a good entity investment if you're not staking on liquid finance? I mean, I think liquid finance is going to come out relatively soonish. Um, mm -hmm. And I'm guessing that it's going to catch wind once it's out. Right now, you can't utilize the utility yet. So once you can realize the utility, if there's a lot of whales in the game, they're going to be like, it's a numbers game. Hey, you know, I'm going to spend 268 ADA, but if it's making me an additional 5,000 ADA, why would I not buy it? So I think these could really blow up. Um, I have a couple. I just have some of these base ones, though. You know, right. You're saying they could be blowing that's, up. That's, I mean, because that's not out yet. As far as trying to get in now at these prices, you'd expect every day kind of gets closer. You're going to kind of, especially if any new announcements or anything comes up, you could see some of these floor prices rise up. So it may still be early enough to jump in and, and take advantage, even if you're not planning on staking. I think, oh, I sure. think so, right? Because I think yeah, once it, sure. it's actually out, you know, and a lot of people don't know about like the people that got into this didn't know anything about CNFTs. It was crazy. Like I was looking <laughs> at some of the wallets that got those 40, 50,000 ones and they own no CNFTs. That was the only CNFT. Wow. They owned. 
like I, like half these guys didn't That's even wild. own any NFTs. And they yes. blew up from like 48. Uh, like if you look at that, maybe he's bought it and sold it. That dude looks like he's bought it and sold it. No, I mean, dude, they literally got, there are people that got like freaking 30 of them. Really? And like, I was like, I, missing out on an opportunity like that killed me. Oh, Damn. Man. Damn, so you really could have, that's those are always interesting for for protocols and things like that that drop these NFTs because it is such a unique like space as like Cardano comes online. These are like perfect ways to really like pay to investors with unique opportunities to, to to do certain things like this, even the marketing for it. I know I remember we were looking back uh, in the day, I think Charlie Three had launched some NFTs back. Uh, we, we were looking at that and you got certain tiered up uh, rewards and stuff with them um, based on like the rarity and stuff that they had too. So um it's it, that's that's definitely unique I, I that's something i i've seen and i actually think i watched one of your videos when we were looking at aqua farmers but i haven't really looked into it since um uh eddie z was asking too i we we admit i've minted this thing and i ended up flipping it but um i know you had talked with them as well um what are your thoughts uh real quick on ada invaders oh i like ada invaders a lot i talked to jim I always get like an emotional connection whenever I talk to the project owners. Right, um, yeah, right. You know, I talk to <laughs> I talk to Jim. I, I like them a lot, man. I mean, they've got their Senate node uh, snapshot happening on the 17th. I mean, I, I like them a lot. I think they have a lot of potential. I think they look good. I still, I have, I've sold, I've sold some stuff today just because I was like, holy crap, I'm over leveraged in CNFTs right now. And yeah. the market was going crazy. So I'm like, let me get some liquid. But I, I, I think these ADA and betas look good. I think they're I think Jim is really, really, really uh keen on helping the community, which is always a good thing too. Yeah. Those things have held a really good floor for a long time. That's um sick. even since the mid price on that stuff. So that's one that I did I did get in and I ended up flipping through. Um, but it's it's cool to see that they're you know, the artwork looks really cool on those. I really do enjoy that. <laughs> I remember when you flipped through, you were watching the floor, keep going to be like, son of a bitch, I should have waited. It went to like seven hundred, dude. dude. They were <laughs> did it right before that happened too. Like maybe I like, bought yep, for it was it. ninety to seven hundred and I didn't yeah. sell them because I had too much of an emotional connection. Um Yeah, like that was a good I, thing, dude. Well, I well now they're four hundred now, right? So yeah, like right. it was like it's too hard for me to interview someone and sell their project. I, I agree, man. It's like uh, you yeah. feel that guilt of doing it, but at the same time, sometimes it's like, damn, if I you just, gotta get your in my gut, it, sometimes it's like, yo, it's not personal. Sometimes I do want to take it. And if you really do enjoy the project, you'll invest in it back, you know, after oh, something. And I think, yeah, like you said, that's why it's important to mint sometimes like two or three of those things. That way you, you've had that attachment. You can stay in there, but still take those profits when the, when that floor does really, you know, when the floor is lava on some of these things. Um, I really like that question. You have a thousand ADA. Which CNFT are you buying right now? Go. I think that, that go for all of us too. Like, what what are we all going to yeah, buy? Yeah, go for it. I'll, what did we yeah, say last week? I don't remember. A, th I a thousand ADA. I think Tommy's going. Tommy's going Spoopies. Nope, I do not actually go on Spoopies. Even though I do recommend going Spoopies all the time, I recommend <laughs> checking out Old Money right now. If you do not Ooh. have not checked out Old Money. Um, thousand ADA, possibly a good Charlotte because they're only a thousand, and then they're going to pump again. I feel. Yes, thousand, uh, thousand I would play. I would recommend picking up two of the point two dollar bills uh, from Old Money if you had a thousand ADA right now. Uh, keep an eye on them because they do have their uh, their MF or token going on. And actually, TJ, that's a good thing. I don't know if you have the, your Discord up. If you're uh, over on Old Money's Discord, they're actually doing an auction right now in Dillies for the uh, one of the back of the bills. Currently, it's a twenty four hour auction going on. 
Um, and uh, I think the last uh, price for it was like twenty thousand ADA right now. Yeah, the I can is. imagine they're not. Those things aren't cheap. Yeah, yeah those thousand is this it right here? No, there's one that was even higher. Somebody like twenty thousand. Oh, right here, twenty thousand yeah. right here. Yeah, so yeah, current yeah. the current bid for the back of the bill is twenty thousand ADA right now currently. Um, wow. And this is like I think I don't know if this is the seventh one that's going on right now. Um, with these guys, this community had really shot up this past week because depending on uh, your MF or rank inside of here, even when you buy the inflation times, uh, the campaign materials, um, or just the bills themselves, they all have, uh, they give you rank. And depending on how much of that rank you have, I think that's how much of the allocation of that MF or token is going to be. Um, so it's, it's definitely a unique project that has some amazing artwork. The technology they have is, is, is awesome. Um, and it's a fun community. So I definitely think this is one that is poised to blow up here soon. Um, I just obviously with this market that we're in, you can never tell. <laughs> TJ is going to go ahead. And go. <laughs> think those, think can you imagine if, he, if they just were like, "Screw it, yeah, you got oh, it." Man, like, do it for sweet. the memes. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I could see them doing that because I interviewed him too. Oh yeah, uh, you talked. You had a really good book. interview with um, with uh, it's not oh, it's Hujero, but it's um, what's the official name? His name is it Jay Cruz? Justin Cruz. Justin yeah. Cruz. Yeah. Oh, he's a cool guy. I, I, for whatever reason, I don't keep up with this project enough, and it's a shame because he's such a dope guy. I still have the the point two bill he gave me, and mm -hmm. I I've just been holding it. What's crazy is this project doesn't go down in price. I swear, man, the Dude, whole market's going down. The this community is so like discreet, but some that none of them sell. their none of no. them sell. Like it's crazy. Oh. I went, I went and I bought my first bill for the first time because I had a good uh, flip on my Bake Nation recently. Um, and I went to go buy a bill and I ended up buying one of the blue stamp ones um, inside of there, which was only 450 of those. And I, so I spent, I got, I spent 1500 ADA on a bill um, and, and got into it. But, you know, the whole community, the whole entire time when I walked in was just like, hey, where are we going? And these guys like guided me through, like, here's what you need to do. Here's how you do it. Here's why this one's dope. And then as soon as I posted on Twitter and all this stuff, like, they were so supportive and they've always been very supportive of the channel. So I really do enjoy them. And they do a great radio show too inside their Discord, the MF or FM uh, radio. They have like their own custom music with little like ads and stuff. It's it's just a really good time in there. They're cultivating like a really good community um, and just like a, a culture that's being built over there. I think that's definitely one to keep an eye on. And I think a lot of people get confused with it just because there is so much going on with it um, that people don't know how to wrap their minds around it. But the main thing I would always say is just if you, if anything, the main, I know they're talking about doing an airdrop of the MF or token and you need to own a pair of the tits, which are the inflation times. Uh, so if you own two of those, uh, there is going to be an airdrop for you. Um, and then obviously your rank can increase depending on how much of that stuff you hold. And then the, <laughs> they, they have so many funny acronyms too, like the tits, the dick, the Dora and Chronicles. Well, here's another type of I was like, I don't see it popping up. Let me just fix it. They have a lot yeah. going on, Tommy, but they also, in fact, TJ, you said something, I think on twitter and they responded with a link um, well because i said like, like really i want to know where to down. start on our website yeah it's yeah. literally just like where to start on our website. I, I i was I gonna started say, reading through that and it's actually really like it was helped me so much dude i was gonna say man like i think the only downside is it's so complex yeah it's like when people see it they don't understand right away and i like made a video where like i like talked about what it was about but like it is a complex thing like there is a lot of lore a lot of like it's not a traditional pfp type project so no. you have to dive into it and it and it takes someone diving into it but once you dive into it you're like holy crap like they're doing a lot of stuff you get so like it's like that, there's a learning there's a learning obstacle 
with this project. That's their one oh, thing that's setting this from running, having ran, ran more than they have. Well, I yeah. think last the way to live stream, me and Tommy were going to buy a bill when he ended up buying one, but we were sitting here looking at him and we're just like, I'm not doing this live right now. I have to look into like way more information. So this is not going to work. Like, yeah, only that, we were looking up the ranking wrong too. And Tommy learned. That's what I'm saying. There's just up. way more stuff. Yeah. Once, some, once people started saying that, they're like, you're not even looking at the rankings, right? You need to go on the website. Like, I'm just not going to try here. and figure this. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to fuck something up here. I'm not going to try <laughs> and do this in the next like two minutes, like live on stream. Uh, we can we can move on to something else because it's gonna be a mistake. Yeah. Uh, that was that was my answer over there. He goes mad money. Didn't think Tommy would go for yummy. I mean, obviously, I've talked about yummy forever, and we have. I well, go for so. yummy right now just for the immediate staking rewards. Like yeah, yeah for uh, sure, I would like the money be made in the short term compared to some of the other projects. That's yeah. I think at least short term yeah. that my my favorite play is buying as much, especially with the summer mint coming out. It's just a little more fun. You got stuff to do instead of just buying something to hold. Oh, I, even, like, I, I actually the, don't own a yummy. I the tank you guys still think it's a good right price? I I think it, the price has dropped back down actually for yummy right it now. Did. Okay, um, I, I always good. recommend trying to get one, but they have the summer one, uh, summer mints coming up. And if you own at least one of the 10k Naru's and a seasonal, any any one of the seasons that are currently out, the spoopies, winters, or springs, uh, you can actually burn that and you can get one of the summer ones and one of the summer ones because we're we're coming into the summer season they call they call it in season and it earns 4x rewards uh during that time period so um some of those if you end up minting a rare one too you have a chance of getting a legendary if you do the burn um and that burn wow. potentially could earn you thousands and thousands of these coins which they're trading i don't know what the price is right now they were still at like 0.24 or zero zero point uh, the two four two three uh ada per yummy so they had a decent little run up over there. Um, but if you have had a thousand eight or two, that's always still a good thing. Um, what are your guys' answer? I'm sorry to keep going into this. We have uh, Eddie asking still, if you had a thousand eight, um, would you go yummy guys or what would you do? Uh, like I said, yummy good. or a good Charlotte clay. For sure. Okay. Yeah, because of the staking, like the, the staking yep. rewards that are coming out, right? Absolutely. Yeah, the immediate rewards for sure. That's what I'd probably go for. Um, Block, what about you? If you had, without knowing what's going on with Yummy and, and that, what about you if you had a thousand ADA right now, where would you go? Dude, not to be that guy, but it would just depend on how long you want to hold something for. If True. you're someone that mm -hmm. wants to swing trade something, I, I've got some swing plays potentially. If you're someone that wants to just buy something, not look at it, I've got some plays that I think would do good there. It depends yeah. how much ADA you have. Um, I would say for me, like right now, if I had a thousand and I was just trying to hold some stuff, I think with the with how shaky the market is right now, I'd wanted to go with something really like I was confident about that would last even in a really bearish market. And I'd probably get cornucopias. I'd probably pick up maybe some of their land or some of their javelins or jets. You know, there's going to be staking with that. You're going to be able to rent them out passive income. Um, you know, the jets and javelins too, haven't really been getting a ton of love because so many people are focused on the land. Uh, but those right. jets and javelins are going to have a lot of benefits too. Um, you know, that would be something I'd be comfortable with holding as far as like that utilities, when that utility actually comes out, you know, hopefully in the next like three months, that could yeah. be something that goes up in price. Well, um, I was gonna yeah. say TJ, while you're pulling, while he's talking real quick too, check out, um, Rob's page uh, on Twitter. Um, they actually show like they did a demo for the actual with the actual javelins and, and the game over at consensus over there too um yeah so yeah the javelins hey, block you said you got a bunch of those right um that you still hold i on have to? a bunch i've sold some 
but at one point I had over a hundred that I was just buying up because what, exactly. what happened when everyone got them for free, they were going for 40 to 60 ADA. And I was like, holy crap, everyone's just selling them because they were free. So right. that's when I bought a bunch because I was like, I knew that it was going to do well. Um, but I, I'm a big believer. I've talked to Rob and Josh. I'm a big believer what they're doing. I know that what they're building is is way ahead of the competition in, in some things. And like, I'm always someone that's looking for utility uh, because it's like, what's going to keep a project alive? It's yeah. most of the time, it's not going to be the art as we've seen. It's going to be, okay, are they doing something that's providing value long-term? And I, I think like Cornea, with the market so uncertain right now, like I, I have a feeling like these are a safer play. But if you were trying to swing trade yeah. or something, you know, you, there's there's other projects that's got some news drop in that, you know, you might be able to get in and out. But I know not everyone's into that. No, yeah. and I and I think people forget, even myself, I forget the staking aspect they're offering with the javelins and the things like that because I, like I just said, I, I forgot about that. So that actually would be a good play as well too, like you said, for a holding aspect of it. And damn, I want to play that game. <laughs> Eddie's over here. He goes, "All right, guys, this is my this is my chat. That's why I just needed to learn a little bit of uh, advice from you guys." He goes, "Just hit the buy button on the javelin." You know what's uh, crazy you, though? It's like if this doesn't work out, like this whole metaverse play to earn thing, then these are not going to be worth anything. But like, if you're a believer in the team and that, if you're like a believer, like what they're building here, because they're building a game. Like it's not a traditional metaverse where it's like, oh, you're just walking right. around talking to people. Like they're building a game with this, and it's so in depth. All their papers, everything they do is so in depth, and like that gives me more trust. Uh, you know, I, you Absolutely. might not make like a crazy amount of money off rip on it, but it's okay. a, it's a safer play. If you think about it though, too, like back in the day, like even I, the only other thing I can attribute this to is I know people used to do this in like World of Warcraft and stuff, but for me, I used to, I used to play a lot of Rocket League and back in the day, they had like these secondary like international websites to buy like skins and different cars and stuff like that. Um, and it, people would pay hundreds and hundreds of dollars to do that stuff. So now if you could actually have the NFT where these things do become popular and everybody wants to race the OGs or they have like these crazy benefits, I can only imagine some of the price points if you did get in early and we're looking back at like 199 ADA, which in, in this bear market right now, we know what that price is. It's so cheap. Um, there, there may be a really good opportunity here if these guys are able to execute. Yeah. And I think the cool thing too is like the passive aspect, like you don't even have to play the game. You can rent them out. Right. And that's right. what they're doing with their land too. You're going to be able to rent out your land. Other people are going to be able to work on your land. You get a share of that. Like that's something interesting to me because I don't have time to do all this, man. Oh, you know, know, like, and then you have a scale issue where if you have a lot of them, there's no way you can do it. So like, if you could rent these out, make 20 bucks a week, 30 bucks a week, you know, like that's something really interesting to me. Um, you know, and people will like, that'll build into the value, kind of like aqua farmers. Oh, for sure. Well, think about too, like people building like their own businesses and little things like inside of this game, like have by owning some of that land. Um, and then you, you take, it takes like a little bit of aspect from all these different metaverses. Like I look at the racing, like where they do tournaments and stuff like that, where you're able to earn ADA or bet ADA and things like that. Look at like an equine or something like that. That could kind of, mm -hmm. kind of be like, okay, there's an aspect there. There's a whole farming thing where this guild farms, you know, certain materials and they sell it at a discounted rate versus, you know, they have a monopoly, not a monopoly, but a big, 
you know, a chunk of the market of doing certain things. And there's so many different outlets that people could do. Like you said, they could rent land out there next to big, a big, a landmark or something like that. There's so many outlets uh, for this game. And then the mobile portion too, like a lot of people sleep on that. We don't really see any stuff on mobile yet when it comes to these crypto games and things like that. So um, that's one big portion of this. That could be a huge game changer. We think get that mobile portion running here, which I know they're apparently it's not too far away. Well, I saw someone said they're releasing it this year, the mobile game. Right. It's supposed to be really soon. They actually have a team of like over 60 people too that people don't realize. Like this is like, mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> they, they're really building Before. stuff. I think it's supposed to come out like in the next month or two, but you're not going to be, be able insane. to make any of the money. It's going to be like mini games on the mobile. Even <laughs> when the desktop comes out, it's not going to be the play to earn with a bunch of smart contracts yet. So it's a ways away, but oh, I yeah. think like that's why it's so low yeah in in the grand scheme of things right like right. if it, if the utility was already realized and you could make 50 dollars a month staking or something like that then oh, yeah. these would already be like 500 600 you know oh, easy. Well, easy once people see it like right you said once they can see what's going on that's when the price is really gonna uh really pop for some of this stuff so like you said if you believe in it early and you know what they've got going on or even if you've done the research this is like you said that buying opportunity now is the time to accumulate because when all that stuff does come online, it's gonna be a lot harder to do that. So um, this is one I'm definitely looking at. And shout out to Eddie. Call me for a corn Uber. <laughs> want a corn Uber to take a lift with you both? <laughs> so shout out to Cornucopia. So thousand ADA, we've got a uh, some Cornucopias um, bubble sheds. We have Yummy and we have um, Good Charlotte Old Clay. And Good Charlotte, and Charlotte Clay. Clay. Those are some good calls over there. Yeah, I think reinvesting back into some of these blue chip quote unquote projects is, is always a good way to go. Taking risks on some of the newer ones can always be a, a little a little scary. Um, this is one that I'm a big fan of over here is overexposed. Only, I mean, obviously I got lucky with the actual mint of one of the the ten animated ones. Yeah, did but, you um, sell yours? Or I know I, I still I got it up for sale right now, but that's just you know if I sell it at that price, I'm yeah. extremely happy and fine with it. I have it up for listed for twenty five k right now. Um, if it sells, what's, it sells, that, in, uh, what's that in US right now? All right, like it's, 12, it's only twelve thousand dollars. Only twelve thousand, I say. Eighteen dollars. You know. <laughs> hey, for one hundred fifty-eight, uh, it's not a bad deal. Yeah, well, that no, one was only a hundred because I own the Genesis token, so it was even cheaper on that one. That was my Genesis mint. Eddie, um, see what the real move is, is if you have a thousand ADA, what you need to go do is find a space FUD that someone listed incorrectly and snag that up. <laughs> oh, be, yeah, yeah, be the guy. I'm talk about some value on Twitter. <laughs> um dude yeah these overexposed that you have in the back here did you, I'm block, did you see the last of these animated ones over here i didn't and i'm shocked how low overexposed is as a project oh dude <laughs> this, this is the number 10 animated one which sold on a trade uh for twenty six thousand ada this one but he didn't know what it was going to be um it, he literally built this whole 3d ship again it's reminds me i used to play a lot of destiny back in the day it reminds me of destiny's like ship but he literally has like a, like a model version of himself and like that, like that hardened like gold over there. And Whoa. he's singing like it's crazy. actual Ren's actual like voice and his music um, singing in that, uh, that clip right this there. This is crazy. Isn't it wild looking like this was the number 10 mech over here. It's not even a mech. It's just like literally like a whole entire like video at this point. I, I'm honestly so shocked that overexposed is a lot higher. Like it, it kind of just goes to show you like how much NFT, FTs have transitioned. Oh yeah, because it used to be like two years ago. I mean, it, you, you had JPEG. People were like, "Oh my god!" Right? You know, like people were like buying it, and then it's like, okay, like okay, if it had like cool art, now people are buying it, and now it's gotten to the point 
you can have an amazing art project, do a killer job marketing all these things. But if you're not providing some sort of utility, you're shit out of luck, man. And it's crazy. And I'll tell you what, five years from now, someone like me trying to launch a project going to be very, very difficult because you're going to have companies like Coca-Cola and Pepsi that already have done it. You're going to have beer companies. You're going to have companies like Google. You're going to have companies with like 40, 50, 60 people working on it that are selling these NFTs. And it's going to be really hard to compete. And the quality of stuff is just going to be at a totally different level. Oh, yeah. Yeah, can I imagine like when people actually see the benefits, like right, nobody's really looking at this stuff at the level that we are. And you're only starting to see all these celebrities and different people try to tap into it. Um, I actually just I saw today, which is pretty crazy, is um, Paris Saint Germain over, um, you know, the soccer club over in Paris out there with Messi and all them. Yes, they actually were dropping a uh, an NFT for for the club, which is which is really interesting. Really? Yeah, like, yeah I saw this. I don't know if it scroll down a little bit. No, that's not the one. Oh, your actual PSG. Yeah. This um, is so impossible there to it find. Is. <laughs> yeah. You're right. Yeah. Go. Which one's the actual PSG over there? Yeah. Uh, well, they, they, um, they, they yeah, there it is. Scroll the down. Name. Scroll down. Oh, which one? Maybe. There we go. Yep. Wait, there NFT drop coming soon. And you literally have like Messi and all these guys over here doing, I, I don't know what it's going to be, but literally they're, they're making these guys, they're the actual team into NFTs right now. NFT drop coming soon for exclusively on crypto.com. Can you raise so them? that's crazy so here's here's where you start to see the big players are starting to come into the space and this is where the exchanges are really going to use their marketing dollars now because everybody right now nobody wants to be on the exchanges everybody knows don't send your stuff to an exchange um how do we keep their their money there because a lot of the times you see now especially like if your money's on an exchange i saw a lot of stuff even today of where people cannot even do withdrawals and they, they're claiming that the it's too volatile right now and they don't want to tie up their liquidity um, or risk their liquidity, I guess, when people are pulling out too much money. Um, you don't technically own your crypto when it sits on those exchanges. Dude, it's um, scary. Celsius and Binance. Yes, Binance. Mm-hmm. Yes. Binance, which, yes. which is the largest one in the world. I, right? Dude, and then the, when the shit happened with Canada where like they froze like Binance accounts. I don't know if you guys ever. I think heard I heard about something that. about that. I want to say I heard about that. Um, I mean, you if you had crypto in Canada on Binance, they like froze it for a while. I, I mean, it was wild. crazy. Like, yeah, <laughs> it, it's crazy. Could you? But imagine no, we're going like... to see project like big companies do this. Why wouldn't you? Right? If you're an artist, if you're a singer, if you're a game developer, if you are uh, an athlete, why would you not do this? Like, and that's going to be the co- level of like competition in the future. Well, I know we've already oh, seen 100%. it with um, uh, like girls on Twitch, and um, uh, you know, it drives a lot of the main technology. At least before a lot of the mainstream gets in, is the the porn industry. Like a bunch of like porn stars, like OnlyFans and all that, where it's all independent now. They just like come out through these platforms with their own ethereum nfts and guys are happy to pay for it um but you're already seeing that where people are taking advantage and uh, i know a couple people on twitch have done it too yo can you do a favor tj can you pull up is the martin nfts in here you see martin lawrence jumped in this past week too over on cardano Uh, i saw that too yeah uh, he was selling stuff for like three thousand ADA, I want to say, um, and it gets like it gets you to his premiere in Los Angeles or something like that if you hold one of those, the reunion uh, NFTs. 
So there's all 30 NFT holders are getting invited. And I want to say they're selling for 3,000 ADA a piece right now. If you That's go to that website, martincnft.com right there, click that website, it, which is really wild. And to, to me, I don't know, like you said, if this feels like just like a cash grab or if it's just like, I, I, I didn't, he, I know that he did That feels a like space. a grab, bro. Right? $3,000. Like you're going to come out of nowhere and know uh, nothing AA about or, this uh, space. The show? Yeah. Yeah. Hit the hit get NFT. What does it do? Yeah. A 3,000 ADA. Already sold? Yeah. See that? Isn't Holy that crazy? Hat. So, I, so yeah, you can get it with NFT Maker. They partnered with to get these Martin Lawrence NFTs, which is pretty crazy. That is such a high amount of ADA. Like they literally made an announcement out of nowhere, and they're like, "Hey, we're gonna sell." <laughs> like I, I don't know. There's definitely cash grab shit too. I, I don't know this guy very well, but I mean that's I, ridiculous. I mean, if he had the blue streak on where he dressed up as the pizza man outside the door with the I, shitty teeth, yeah, the shitty teeth and the crazy hair, I might be into it. <laughs> I, mean, I, I don't know, man. This is wild to me that you, you know this. This to me, no offense, but I just I don't know. I, I would never pay three thousand eighty for that. <laughs> um just to get uh to go to the life i stay i guess i don't know are they gonna pay for my hotel and all that too i mean <laughs> that just gets you to the premiere um i mean i guess if you're a big martin lawrence fan there you go that's one way that's to go a pretty about big fucking it. fan though to pay three thousand yeah <laughs> craziness well, yeah, yeah definitely had a unique specific market for that if you're gonna charge three thousand right off a rip that's for I, sure well, yeah, and like Crawford, Crawford was saying right here, same kind of thing. What I was just saying is, yeah, I don't think it's a grab, but it doesn't need to be an NFT. If it gets you into the reunion tour, so be it. It would be worth it if you were a huge fan. True. That's one way I, to look at it. Yeah. Um, this is the other thing, too, he was saying earlier, which I, I'm still a big fan of them as well, is uh, all hype on Cornucopia, but y'all are sleeping on Cardania. I'm going to keep harvesting all my resources. I will um, say, yeah, Cardania is a sleeper pick for sure, too. I, I really enjoyed it. That 3D version, like we said on that Twitch stream of Cardania, where we saw it looked like Halo, like the demo mm -hmm. of it. Um, on the like that's definitely something I'm I'm curious on because these guys have been building for a long time. Um, so that's definitely something I'm interested in as well. Um, we got another question over here too. Um, someone said that's the longest eight minutes I've ever seen. I know, Walk. right, dude? I'm so bad. I mean, it's <laughs> cool. Like it's just so fun though to me, like to talk to other. Well, uh, people about this well it's fun too because we get to yeah because we could do this this is why these streams turn into three hours is because like you start getting on the one topic then you start hitting something else you start seeing the chat and it's just like there's so many different things to tackle inside the space and where to go um and then same thing over here what are your thoughts on play to earn heard a theory where high profile game studios that have the capital and experienced workers are just sitting inside so when something um oh yeah alluvium it's so when something like Alluvium is successful, I think we looked up Alluvium um, on stream one of the like maybe one of the live streams a few time. times ago, which was another one of those play to earn games. But yeah, if somebody can nail that formula for the big game studios to really like capitalize on it, like let these little guys battle it out. So when they finally see something that works, like the all it takes is you know the, the resources that big game studios have, they already have the IP. All if they can tackle the blockchain technology with the money and the marketing dollars. Dude, they could literally ruin all these little projects that are trying to build right now. Yeah. Yeah. Is... I think it's interesting because so I'm very like a big believer. I mean, this could get 
this could get too deep. But like, I'm a big believer that like a lot of jobs are going to get automated like in the next 50 years. And I'm, and I personally think the solution is going to be play to earn gaming mm-hmm. um, in cryptocurrency. I think that a lot of people are going to start working. Uh, a lot of jobs are going to be automated and we're going to transition into a world where most people are playing these games to earn income, uh, mm-hmm. kind of like ready player one. But like, this is actually like in these different metaverses and stuff like that. I, it would be insane for these big companies to not be looking, but they definitely want some minor companies to filter through all the errors so they know what to do better because there hasn't really been uh, a game that has come out that has really mastered the tokenomics of making sure that their token is actually valuable and sustainable. And I think that's one of the biggest hurdles. They would hate to come out with a game and then all of a sudden that token economy fails and then now all of a sudden, you know, what do you do? Like now right. all of a sudden people, like you killed your brand. You created a game that no longer <laughs> has longevity. So I, I'm very bullish on play to earn. People are going to figure it out. These first movers like Alluvium, if they can figure it out, then they're going to have like a dominant position, at least in the beginning. But you'd be, I'd be, it would be crazy if a company like Blizzard with World of Warcraft doesn't replicate that sort of game My on a play to earn basis. Oh, that's definitely a game that could definitely do that with all the things that are within that game. I mean, I've played WoW for years, so they definitely could implement that with their auction house, the the transmorphications, even the, the, the subscription-based thing. They can just have, hold this NFT or whatever, and then you have your subscription to play. So that, that is definitely a game for sure that could easily, I feel like, implement NFTs. Yeah. And no I played worries. that shit too, man. And I was oh, like, yeah. I was addicted. I played, to it, oh, yeah, know? I played every freaking uh, new expansion, dude. All of it. Yeah, that, once they can master that, I mean, it's you're going to get to the point where you can make more money on your computer and it might even be a side hustle thing at first. Hey, instead of Uber, I'm going to play this game. Maybe I'll make 10, 15 bucks an hour. But I mean, it could get to the point where like you could start making enough money where you do that full time, like especially if you're early onto it. Like if you were early to Axie Infinity, like holy crap, dude. I mean, you a thousand times your money on some of this stuff, right? Oh, so, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I'm constantly looking for that next gaming gem. It's going to be interesting to see who can pull it off. Oh, for sure. I think there, and they're like Crawford saying over here, there isn't just going to be one play to earn. Obviously there's going to be lots of these that come out. It's just going to be and there. There's just like, there's all different types of video games and there's so many different things. That's, that's where I'm excited for, you know, us being gamers on the channel, literally getting a chance to play some of these games as they come online. Uh, why not, you know, stream them, have fun. Like we can mix both worlds um, for what we're doing here on the live stream versus getting a chance to use the, you know, the blockchain to play some new stuff. But hopefully, like we said, the big thing is like, is the game a game that's like fun? Is there a reason to come back to it? Um, that's going to be the big challenge for a lot of these. So hopefully if they were like Cornucopia, see, I feel like they're building something that's a game first, NFT second, um, compared to some of the other ones where like, hey, we're an NFT project and we're making a game. It's like, ah, that's, that's probably not going to work out. Well, if it's well earning me it a, a significant amount of moolah, then of course I'm going to play the shit out of it. Well, true. There, there's also <laughs> that more aspect. of an incentive. You know what I'm saying? There's more of an incentive for me to play, especially when I'm so limited with time. Oh, if I can justify my time with, okay, well, I'm bringing in a little bit of extra revenue. I'm going to play it even more on top of me already liking the game. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, I know with Tom, I know you got to get going here soon. We're, we're wrapping um, some of this stuff. Um, there are a couple topics we did have on here. Um, 
we did we were going to talk about for a second i want to mention where we were talking there is you uh tj you pull up uh i don't know if it's on here is cardano trees um we wanted to say because they do have a snapshot upcoming and this is definitely one of the og things that kind of got us started back in the day i wanted to shout this out um uh block did you ever did you ever get into cardano trees at all or i know nothing about this project so this was more like that art styled project, but it was something that was definitely like an on chain thing. And it was like a revolution, I think, inside of like the Cardano NFT community when these things minted. I want to say they minted back in August of last year. And this was something, one of the first things that I'd gotten into. And um, the cool thing, these were, TJ, if you go back to the artwork um, real quick on the secondary, you can see them here. Um, these were all fully on chain and they have like these, um, day and night cycles and rain and snow, like these things change, like the, the actual NFT, like grows and flowers and different things throughout the year. And it's all geolocated mapped out with real time, like data. Um, so those things actually are moving inside your wallet. And I thought they would be really cool. Like you said, for like nano frames and like digital frames and things like that, like the, you know, the next version of like artwork. So if it's like dark and like that hemisphere for the world, those things are going to be dark. Uh, that's going to be nighttime. And if it's raining over there, if it's snowing, then it's going to be raining or snowing. And if those things have fruit, like some of the trees are dead right now and they're getting ready to bloom like fruits and things like that. So that was like the big play. And a lot of OG people inside the space minted into this project. Um, I got in as well and ended up flipping a pretty decent thing right off the bat for like 1,200 ADA off of 48 a mint right back in, uh, you know, in the day. And eventually I bought something for 700 ADA and sold it for 4,500 ADA uh, back then. So it was like got a lot of people started and these guys now um, they're dropping. We talked, we had a chance to talk to Damien a while back in like December, um, who the creator of this project. And he's now got the bonsai uh, collection coming out. And this is uh they're doing a snapshot for all the wallets. It's a one-to-one. -one. If you hold a Cardano tree, you're going to get a one-to-one -one mint for the bonsai trees. Um, and that happens this upcoming Monday, the 20th. Um, so this is the next collection that they've released all kind of sneak peeks, the discord engagements and stuff like this. So this is something I want to shout out just because we're fans of the project, but I think you're going to see a lot of OGs back come back into the space. That's like a very artwork centric thing. Um, but the technology behind this stuff is really crazy actually too. So, wow. Those are really cool, man. It's, it's interesting. Cool. Oh, it's, it's like all on chain too. Yeah. And, and you open your wallet and it's like, it could look completely different in a few weeks. Like when I had one of them, it was literally a stick. And then like a month later, it turned into a whole tree, like it grew like inside my wallet and it, and it just constantly is like changing in there. So I look at these as like, especially like, like that for the artwork, if I have like a nano frame or some sort of digital frame or anything like that, you could run, run it on the wall and at all times of the day, it could be daytime, nighttime, raining, snowing, trees, fruits, whatever. Um, so I'm curious to see what the next collection really looks like because it seems like they're doing a lot of different things. And I think a lot of the OG community members who started over there, um, you know, they're, they're, they're going to get hyped about this project. So I'm curious. Uh, so that snapshot, if you're looking to get in for the bonsai, uh, Monday the 20th um, is going to be the cutoff date for that. So if you're looking to get in for anything or if you just want a cool piece of artwork, we always shout yeah, out to cool. Trace. Finally see that coming around. Yeah, dude, it's I would honestly love to have that on the wall, man. Right? Yeah, like, really cool. Like, I think that's really cool. Like, I, I've never <laughs> looked into this project, but that is super cool. It is, it is really, for what he did back in the day too, like this launched in August of last year to see what he was able to code in and all those things be, like they have coordinates like in the world and you can actually look up where your tree is. 
and, and see it all in different countries and you know the different fruit like the one of the, the rarest ones i guess are the the, the rare trees the ones that you see kind of like tipping over or have like the fruits and stuff like that um and then they have like the super rares which are you know all these different styles over there and then the cool thing too they did was like for the september 12th or what i believe it was for like the what was it the smart contracts the hardcore for the smart contracts they had the alonzo yeah. trees and they had like the little alonzo uh the cardano logos as like the fruits and stuff like that so they got 30 of those as well um so it's it's a cool project man it's an og thing so it's definitely something i we, we always appreciate and this is and, definitely more of the art project type of type of project i should say yeah but it was really there's, there's my special. tree right there there's my it? tree but number four five six it's sitting there for three thousand three hundred and thirty three <laughs> uh what a plug don't buy it no one buy I, it no it's just funny that that's there like i sold that <laughs> thing back in the day I, I oh you already that. sold it that's funny oh yeah yeah that, that got me going back in the day wow i i fun. feel like they're so beautiful man like there's something really cool about that it's it's just it's having, cool there are a lot of the technology and stuff that goes into it. it's really cool like, yeah. i didn't understand at first Especially because I had just seen like the picture that it was hosted on uh, CNFT.io. Like, I just didn't get it that they were like living and changing like on the blockchain. It's really cool. Yeah, when they the marketplaces used to just not display them the way they are right now, where they're actually moving and stuff like this, they used to just have like a static image because they couldn't display that. Uh, what's the floor for Cardano trees? Just curious right now, TJ. I think it was like one twenty. Right? Those things have never really dropped below, below that hundred mark uh, since they've really got going. So you got a lot of people who hold a lot of these things. There's like Drams. I think crypto, crypto Drams holds like five hundred plus of these things. Fettuccine has a shit. Fettuccine has a shitload. Um, dude, there's so many people inside. Of space it seems like one of those projects. Like you don't really buy to like try to make money. I feel like I, I, I think it's you, like you're just appreciating it. Right. 100%. But back in the day, though, you could have made a lot of money on this. People were flipping these things to make some serious ADA, um, and myself included at the time, which really got me started in this journey. And we had talked about in the podcast where these guys were like hearing what I was doing, and they were like, you're crazy. And then eventually when I was like, yo, I sold one of these for this price, they're like, all right, how do we, how do we start getting into these things? Yeah, you, you showed like, us the stick picture. Like, what were they going spent for? 1200 ADA for that shit. Well, I minted, they minted in pairs and they kind of teared up as the more of them sold out. So I minted a pair, I think, for 40 ADA. Um, and then I minted another pair for 50 ADA. So I got four of them. And one of mine was a super rare. And I flipped that 48 a mint on the first one to 1200 ADA, like within like two days. Um, and then eventually, like I said, I bought my, that number four, five, six, I bought it for like 697 ADA. And I think I ended up selling out at like 2,900 ADA, uh, on it. So, and that and was like, that's what back it was just like two sticks, right? Cause that was like, what are these, what are these sticks to me? Like they, they grow, they turn to this. And I didn't realize that this is what they turned into obviously at the time. But I was like, damn, people are spending 1,200 ADA on sticks. It's yep. crazy. It's crazy to see. So the bonsais, <laughs> I, I'm re I'm really interested in the bonsais to see how he's evolved, you know, this collection and had a little bit more time. Stick fix. Did he slide into your DMs with that? Dude, bonsai <laughs> trees grow really fast. So I'm sure it's something that Ooh, yeah, changes really quickly. I because yeah, like, they grow really fast. Oh what? That's interesting to see. They have a lot of sneak peek discord. So go if you have not, like, I don't know if you get, do you know El Tano at all, um, Block? Or you heard the name El Tano? Inside I'm really bad community? with names. It sounds familiar. El Tano is the one of the ones. Uh, he's he, he's the king of kings inside of the Cardano Trees discord. But he's the guy. Um, he is always in caps lock everywhere. And uh, he had this like famous rant last year um, about like utility. Like, when can we race these? Um, yeah, El Tano is. 
caps lock jammed on his Nokia 3310. But he became like he was like a figure inside the Cardano tree space, and he still has the tree with the thing in there. So um, he, he's hilarious. Like uh, you'll see him around yeah. discords and stuff. He's, oh my god! He got blocked by Charles back in the day because um, he was like uh, tweeting at him. So he always has some funny takes and stuff. But he's a yummy whale, actually. Too fun fact um, on the ten that on the rig, on the ten case. Um, so shout out to Cardano Trees and those guys. Um, and then um, I know Tom, I know you got to get going here. But the, one of the last the quick things we were just talking. Um, I know there's Ugly Bros over there, TJ, and then um, also Yummy. We were gonna quick on the quick mention that little takeover they have uh, once we get going. Um, did, did you see this? The fat yummies that have come out, the chunkus this week. <laughs> have you guys been seeing that? Watching the bussing, the <laughs> the, the big narus wow. that have been coming out. They've had like a whole movement this week, um, and we, we used it inside. Everybody's yummy is getting chunky right now, and they call them chunku. Um, but David over there has just been they, the whole community has been having fun. So if you're in the yummy chat with us, you've been seeing these yummies just get very very big, um, and they've been retweeting the hell out of this stuff. Um, but that's one of the big chunky one. Um, if you go to David's page, just go to Big Chunku and you'll find it. Um, but yeah, I'm a big, big fan of Gummy and what they're doing. But their community lately has been taking off this week, just, just having fun with all this. Everybody's Naroos are turning into like big chunky ones right now. They I keep, love like, that. And it's just been fun. Yeah, big chunky. You literally had it there, TJ's in the yellow. There you go. That's David over there. Or maybe it is. I don't know. It's somebody. It's either, if it's not him, it's somebody inside the Discord um, that's having fun. But big chunky, just chunking. I think we were in a video. I, I dude, go scroll down. You'll see the entire. Uh, dude, they see doing this bus and thing. Um, do you see like somebody made like a banner of all the yummies? Um, it's <laughs> all chunked out. Um, so if you go inside of there right now, that's all everybody's talking about. There he is, and they got stales, uh, stales and <laughs> yummy. Somebody made him a chunkier. <laughs> dude, and these my, are too good. You see my? Uh, I got my chef want, one in there. I want to mint a chunky. Dude, right? See my little should chef be a guy? Project, no, man. not that one. In the far right, TJ. There you go. There's my little guy right there. They yeah, should chunkify their... They should have a chunkify option right? on their website. 38, <laughs> uh, chunkify them. We were, yeah, do like custom chunks or something like that. Um, yeah, that, I just wanted to shout out Yummy for that. It was always fun um, for those guys. So if you haven't been in Yummy yet, obviously we always talk about them. But um, River Rock, I know he's been, he jumped over into our Discord too. Uh, just shout out to you. I know you've been talking Ugly Bros for us over here. Um, I have not gotten Ugly Bros and I missed out on this. And I missed out. I tried I, to get I into tried. the list. Yeah, I didn't get picked for the, for the season two. I missed out yeah, on season two as well. Bach, did you ever get on any of these? No, I was in California when um, they did their season two, so I didn't even really Isn't enter the raffles or season two. So yeah, their season, that's season for, one and season two. For season, season two, one, so. I, w I didn't get in. Season two, definitive, I... The definitive, TJ. Okay, yeah, okay. the definitive. There you go. What so was the ADA for this again? What was the mint price oh, for these? Uh, I can't remember off the top of my head, to be honest with you. Um, maybe I'm sure River Rock can tell us over here, but he's got the ugly paper, post and distribution, payouts and ADA to holders, percent breakdown. They got a lot of stuff that, that they're one. doing. And I know we covered it briefly one time when they were after they had did this drop. Um, so I'm curious what uh what these guys have going on. I know Serge and the, and the guys over there are big inside the Cardano community. Seventy is what Se he said. Seventy ADA. Okay. Sounds right. So if I'm if I'm curious, then River Rock, if I'm was looking to get into Ugly Bros, would I want the season one or obviously they're valued higher? What's the difference for the season one versus the definitive collection? Um, yeah, I think Daily Chronicles posted a video of them reading the paper. 
I gotta check that out. Did they? Did they drop? I haven't dropped them. So yeah, we have. We were covering it right before all that stuff had dropped, and especially with the potions and things like that. I just like it because there's some like community members inside of the space that have like their own like profile pics. Like even recently, if you go to Fettuccini's page, he has the ugly bro. I think it has the like wings on the back of it. Um, I know CJ Lovelace has one. Um, forget there's a few community members that have this. Yeah, there you go. See Fettuccini's profile pic. He's That's literally really cool. I like that. Yeah. So they, they've got some stuff over there. Um, I just I haven't gotten into it yet, but I'm definitely I'm definitely interested. It's just dope. I like when the people take those profile pics like that and I like turn them into the NFT like project. I like uh, maybe like that definitive collection. That's that's really dope. So well, dope wait. man. I personally have to get off here. My nine minutes yeah. is up. I was gonna say <laughs> yeah. We're, we're I think Tom's I think Tom's got. Oh, yeah, I gotta get out. I was gonna leave at eleven. I gotta get off eleven thirty two and uh, so. do the same thing. Yeah, well, we appreciate everybody hanging out. If you we're holding everybody for over twenty, EJ's you know, here for a goodbye people. this week. Yeah, right. We have a uh, coming up this week. We have our OG episode thirty-five, and then next week, uh, TJ, you, you, you'll be on the podcast next week. right? No, I meant for the live stream. Normally, he, you know, we end up going so late that uh, we he has to run off, you know, for the baby or something. Oh, he's been sleeping he's good sleeping. the past two nights. But, you know, normally we're in the middle of uh, like like it's just me and Tommy on here ending it out. So uh, you know we got all of us on here. It's perfect time to end it. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I appreciate you guys having me on again, man. Uh, that was a lot of fun. It's cool talking about NFTs, and I, I wish we had done this sooner. Even if it were oh, yeah. for my project, we did. it's crazy yeah. well, how sure. long it took. We'll, we'll definitely have to do a follow-up we, we got to catch yeah. up with everybody and it's always hard like you said we do this once a week and then you know obviously the weeks just add up and there's so much going on but i definitely think we should get this cnft live thing going back um and organize that with everybody because that'd be a lot of fun to do that fun. again too yeah we absolutely should do i want to do that well, i was saying everyone's a little too ambitious i think trying to be like this it was so fun but like at once a month for like a three or four hour show is a big time commitment I think, especially with everyone, like different projects and their shows going on, content creation. I think, you know, like maybe once a quarter or something, like to get everyone to kind of gather and check in on. Also, it gives that time for the market to kind of change up, whereas like sometimes, you know, a month isn't enough. Uh, dude, I'd be down for the month. Though. I don't know. I'm, I'm I think always, it's I'm, an organizational problem that we have. Yeah, like yeah. once a quarter like is much we easier like... to commit to. Like once a month is kind of crazy for like a four hour show. We, we just need to say, even if it's like in between of once every two months, it's like, hey, guys, every two months, this day, this time, let's do it. You know, who can join, who can't. We'll figure right. it out, though. We'll figure it out on another night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, we appreciate, um, like you said, everybody jumping into the chat and River Rock, dude. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, different projects. Obviously, it's good to, good to diversify. Um, and Ugly Bros is one that we really haven't gotten into. Obviously, we talk yummy. That's probably because I'm in yummy so much. But I understand. Uh, you know, sometimes we see people, oh, you talk about this too much. And it's like, uh, those are the communities we gravitate towards, too. Um, but uh, we're always open to new stuff. So uh, we appreciate your uh, your comments and, and educating us more and look forward to learning a little bit more about that. Uh, Block, we look forward to your project and what you guys have going on. We yeah, wish wait. you all the success in launching that. And hopefully this market kind of turns around so you can get that going before you head out uh, other country. For real. Here, here soon. <laughs> and it's been awesome. That, that, That's a great it's... idea. So I know, remember when we first started getting into that, people were talking about Portugal and the benefits from that. So uh you know, well, that's going to be cool to hear more about that, too. I'll be happy to catch up on that. Yeah, dude, I'm actually half Portuguese. My mom was born in Portugal, so I can get that's my dope. dual citizenship. That's so oh, beautiful. so yeah. I was like, it makes sense. It's yeah. a big move, but yeah. I think like 
Oh no, I think it could be a cool one. It'll be a fun the language and sure. culture and everything. So, Absolutely. like I said, we wish you all the best. And everybody, if you haven't already or just tuning in, make sure you go follow the Block Investment Group. Um, go join the Discord. They got a lot of stuff. Um, good alpha inside of there. Amazing community, and you might learn some stuff, um, especially for these tough times. So, shout out to you, Block, uh, Jason. We appreciate you having onto the chat. Thank you for everybody hanging out with us tonight. Um, if you haven't yet, please hit that like button and subscribe if you enjoyed the content we really appreciate everybody here and uh we'll see you guys on friday for our episode 34 technically episode 35 for the ogs uh this has been another f35 live guys and we appreciate it appreciate it and uh i see you in the chat too timmy i'll see you in portugal bro (laughs) there you go (laughs) shout out everybody have a good night um guys we'll catch you on the next one